What up, dude? Was good. Was really good, though. How y'all living? What the dookie got it up? Man, it's another Friday, which means it's another episode of our awesome, fantastic, brotherly love talk show. Yeah, Sports man. Talk with Market DP. We back. We back, baby. Another week, man. Another week, another day, another dollar. You Thank know. God for the weekend. Shout out to the weekend, man. Yeah, shout out. Speaking to of that. the weekend, actually, that mother lover is um, performing at the Super Bowl on Sunday. He he put up seven. What is it? Seven million of his own bread. Wait, word. Yeah, he he invested like seven million of his own bread Damn. into the uh, into the show, like his show, basically. Oh, if I'm not mistaken, that's what it was. That's but what's um. It? Mark came with it tonight. <laughs> Mark came with it tonight. Y'all see it? Y'all see it? Y'all yep. see it? Y'all see it? Y'all hear it? Yep. You know what I'm saying? We came through with this. You know what I mean? The last episode of Drink of uh, Drink Champs I watched, uh, <laughs> uh, Brandon Marshall was drinking this. Word. Yeah, and it's been a minute since I've had it myself personally. So it's been know, a minute for me too. It's, you know, it's a, it's a great surprise. It's a great surprise. You know I'm glad I could do that for well, you. Well done. Well done. <laughs> hey, I, hit, I hit Marky Mark with the audible. He came through with a Hail Mary. Oh, man. Listen, <laughs> if you give me the opportunity to just run the rock, I'm taking it to the house every time. Bro, and you know what? You know what? I never doubted you. Thank you. I never doubted you, my boy. There's confidence in the teammate right there. Of course. You Good got job, coach. I, hey, man. I do what I can, man. I do what I can. You understand me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, how 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 was your how was your week? It's the reason why we drink and do say. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Listen, without naming names, without getting into too many specifics, right? What I will say is this: when it comes to work and the workforce, being a leader or being somebody that you are training, or you have somebody that you are basically not, uh, someone who's overseeing others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or you're being or you're being an example. Yeah. Never be that person to ask somebody to do something you're not willing to do. 100%. It's a personal philosophy of mine. 100%. You know, I was very perturbed early in the week, which I don't like. Because that will set the tone and the mood for the rest of the week. If you let it. Yes, if I let it. And sometimes it's hard to step away from that energy. Yes. Yeah. I I will say that for like the first three and a half. Yeah, Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, half of Wednesday, I was just around with some energy. I was just like, okay, I need, I need out. Yeah. Or not, and not out of my job, but I need to be out of being in this person's vicinity. Yeah. They were killing me. Yeah. It was getting crippling. Back end of Wednesday into today, whew, so much better. So much better. And that's, it ain't nothing like a cool breeze. Ain't nothing like a cool breeze. Today was a cool breeze. Yesterday, yesterday you had I, it was between me and the supervisor. We had to do the job of somebody who was clearly lacking. Yeah, and you go, what do you do when you hear? Right. So we had to, we had to pick up a lot of slack. <laughs> and it and it's funny you you led with that. Uh, with that uh that description of of uh you know whenever somebody is in a leadership role yeah never ask 
of someone what you won't do yourself. Mm-hmm. And and so to my point, everybody's not a good teacher. Not at all. Everybody's not a good teacher. I I myself uh, we're, we're, was learning some new things on the job this week, or really these last couple of days. Yeah. And you know uh, nothing against the individual that's teaching me, mm-hmm. but it's every everybody just not a good teacher. You know, you could sit there. I legit had this had this thought as the individual was um, was explaining to me what I was going to have to do. Yeah. I'm literally sitting there thinking, like, "Yo, if this was a lecture, I'd be asleep. If Jesus. I was if I was in a classroom setting, I would be knocked out right now." So it's like, you know, I get information. You know, it's getting passed on. You know, what I'm saying. And I'm, I'm sure that person was doing their best to uh, to translate that information, but it just wasn't it for me. It cool. wasn't it for me. I liked it. And with that being said, we got a special guest today. Yeah, live from New York. Welcome. We got D Royale. What's happening, family? Yo, yo, what up, though? What up, though? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah we got you. you live got you. in it. You live in full you. effect, my boy. Yo, yo, thank y'all for having me on. I appreciate it, man. Of course, man. 1,000%. Welcome, welcome, yeah, yeah. welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. And you know he hit, you know he hit us with the what up, though, so shout out to Detroit. Hey. <laughs> hey. You already know what it is, yo. Man, I, I've, been, I've been getting real cu- culturally informed on Detroit, man. You know, <laughs> as, as, as of late. You know, so, and I love it, man. I'm, I'm really thankful and appreciative of it. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. so, you know, I'm so LA. You know, I got Southern roots. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. getting that Detroit energy is a win. Yeah, I mean, you know, what's so funny when I moved to uh, when I actually moved to Florida, a lot of people were thinking that I was actually from LA because I guess you know the sound, the accents can be similar. Right. I guess depending on the E's and the R's, depending on what mood we in, what energy we in, yeah. the tonality might come off, you know, very similar. Right. So you know, I get a lot of that too. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's I always felt like. The West Coast and in the Midwest, in terms of Michigan, it's like cousins, you know. Like E forty say, the, you know, the, the D and the Bay is cousins. You know yeah, hey, that's yeah. Real, hey, that's real. Like, like good vibes, good energy. The West Coast, Midwest, like there's something about it. Yeah, you know, I got love, and I got I got love for the South. You know, of I'm course, going down there that much, but of course. like most definitely, Southern folks is cool, but like them East Coasters, like straight East Coast, like New York, a different breed of human. They nah, they yeah, different. Man. They different. <laughs> Like, and, and I even say uh, when you break down the different states within the South, the the people in different areas, yeah. their characters too, they different. You Florida's know different from yeah. Georgia, different from Louisiana, from, like man. Texas. Even in Texas, Texas is so big. Yeah. You fool with people from Houston, Dallas, they different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The Carolinas are different, right? Right. Man. So it's it's a trip, man. I love the diversity. But D, so as a guest. We need you to, you know, give our audience more about yourself. Tell us about your podcast, what you do, how you live and, you know, your journey, how you got to here. Yeah, give give our give our listeners a nice little bio. For shizzle. Yeah, yeah. All right, you know, I'm gonna try not to bore you out of depth. You know, I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to, you know, really get to it. You yeah, know, the yeah. highlights in the real point. So uh basically I'm originally from Flint, Michigan, but I also moved to Southeast Michigan. I live in Ypsilanti. You know, I lived in, you know, Ann Arbor, I lived in Detroit for about four years as well, east side and the west side. Um, and then I eventually ended up going to Eastern Michigan after graduating, you know, college. I mean, after, after graduating high school at Ipsy High. Uh, and I graduated in 06. So if you 06, anybody rocking with 06, what up, though? <laughs> um, 
So yeah, class 06, then I went to Eastern Michigan for two years, uh, and then I transferred to University of Central Florida where I moved to, uh, in Orlando. I moved to Orlando, went to UCF, and, you know, pretty much my major changed. I was a business major at first with a minor in uh, entrepreneurship, so my concentration was entrepreneurship. Um, then I changed it more to media, what I wanted to do when I got to UCF. I became a mass communications major, minor in television and film, and then that's when I started interning. Uh, at radio stations in Orlando, so CBS Orlando uh, was this flagship station, the urban station in Orlando called 102 Jams. Uh, I interned there for free. You know, I had to go free internship. They yeah, got to do it. And then uh, after that, that's when I eventually ended up graduating UCF, and um, I started working over at, uh, it was Clear Channel at first, uh, but then they switched it, and because they, they what they did was at CBS Orlando, they got rid of, this was like in 09, kind of like early 2010 where radio was going through this weird shape where they were just like really offloading a lot of their stations and getting rid of a lot of a lot of the it's funny because you know like jazz was the first to go format man and then hip-hop and r&b took that hit this is when like house music and dubstep and everything was getting popping so everybody was switching over to the dance electronic trend you know the edm you know dubstep you know all that stuff and then that's when um they flipped our station laid us all off and that was my intro to radio i had just got on air as an on-air talent and dj nice and then after that you know i transitioned over to uh the company at well it was called clear channel but now it's called iHeartMedia, as everybody know it now okay uh, i transitioned over to a station um 104.5 the beat which was the new hip-hop and r&b station in the city at that time um and then fast forward i was dj on-air talent you know music programmer all that good stuff and then i got my shot to come to new york to come here at Power 105.1 to, um, you know, work on uh, a large, a large, you know, pretty much a large broadcast here and work with the Breakfast Club, you know, um, and I got to work with a lot of the dope DJs, so I was the producer, executive producer at the station for a show on the mid, uh, for the afternoon, well, midday, really, and uh, so, yeah, and then that's how I'm here in Harlem, so basically, that's what's up. Now, I leave iHeartRadio, and now I'm at Spotify, so working through Spotify, you know what I'm saying? Uh, which has been a blessing at the same time to work in the podcasting division. So yeah. it's pretty much like, you know, the rapid fire of pretty much my journey right now. Uh, now I have a podcast, Mr. Boyaz, podcast, uh, Token the Lens of Black Culture and Black Culture. You know okay. what I'm saying? So um, it's uh, two times a week. Uh, I do it on Tuesdays. No, 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 I switched it. So I do it on Wednesdays and Sundays now. Okay. So two, two days a week is when I pop that off. You can follow me on all platforms and all that good shit like that. For sure. And now I'm rocking with my family right here. You know, my sports talk family. So hey. Yeah, now, yeah man. Now, 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 the podcast that you do, man, on Spotify, we are plugging this pretty much all night now. Good. Like it is all night now. Good. So tell us about the show. What you know when people come, you know, listen to you when they come rock with you. You know what can they expect? What you talk about? You know what's the get down like? Right, right. So basically, the way it works for me right now is it's a current events podcast. Um, so basically, I shoot. I, I try to do it. It's weird because I'm, I'm one of those. But I, I don't really like time constraints. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's about an hour long podcast. Sometimes hour and a half, depending on like what the current events are looking like. You know, sometimes I kind of you know I'll grab a current event. And then I'll riff on something else. Like, it'll be something within it that I kind of wanted to get, a, you know, kind of highlight as a point. Yeah. And so, like, like for instance, it'll be like a story about, you know, Dustin Diamond passing, right? Because that's right. a current event. Shout out to Screech. So, right? Right. Screech. And then it'll be like, yeah, and then you'll highlight Screech's character, right? So it's kind of like the, you know, like a transition into Screech's character. Okay. Uh, he was the first character we've seen on TV to really be in love with. A black girl, you know what I'm saying, at that time, which was really early for its time. Right. It wasn't probably even well received back then. If we would have had social media, people probably They might have been like, killing oh, it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
they would have they would have took they would have got rid of one of them characters. And it man, probably her. It's, it's so funny though that. Um, Man, that you that you mentioned that that's the you know that's the format of your podcast because um, a while a while back I forget who I was having this conversation with, but um, we kind of talked along the lines of something like that, and it's just amazing, you know, what I'm saying that you created that concept and uh, you know that that you had those conversations based on current events that way. Yeah, and that's that's why you know even you know when this opportunity came along, I was so excited. Mm-hmm. Because of the overlap, right? The, right. The, the, everything kind of coincides. And, you know, even catching up on your podcast, y'all like 50 episodes deep. So, round of applause for that. Man, appreciate <laughs> it, bro. Thank you, thank appreciate you. Thank you. We, will, we will hit this round of applause button on our end. See, now, and that's the cool thing about, like, what we're doing with the IG Live plus the radio side. Like, the radio can hear, like, everything that comes from this board. And it, this is, like, the raw director's cut version Man. on IG Live. And, it, and it's so. You know, go ahead, bro. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like, we just really slipped into this IG Live scenario, bro. Like, we, because we, like you said, we 50 in, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and maybe the last Late. eight to 10, maybe. Yeah. We, we started in December. In December or November. November, November, Late November. Because we, we took like half of December off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holidays. So we, uh, so mid, mid to late November. We basically, I mean, we were just in the text box, like, bro, like, IG Live, like, you know what I'm saying? And we was getting hit to do, like, YouTube. Yeah, 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 It was yeah. the YouTube part, but I'm like, YouTube is great, but, like, there's the interaction that we still want. Right. So like, and it's COVID, so how the hell do we get people in exactly. here? Exactly. And so it we was, started, like, the guests, the guests mm-hmm. featured on IG Live, and then also just on our individual platforms, you know, just our own personal social medias, yep. we're able to just kind of like interact in that way and yep. let people kind of see our perspective, you know what I'm saying? Kind of be here yep. with us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's dope too. I think you all choosing to do an IG live format is something that I haven't been brave enough to try myself to keep it stacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, and it's, and it's not one of those things where I don't think it'll be well received. I think that this format to me, is one of the best formats IG Live to record it because it's a lot more interactive. Right. You can patch in your guests real time, you know what I'm saying? So if you want to send somebody an invite, they make a comment, they want to give, they take, maybe it's a topic that they're, you know, really, you know, actually, you know, lived and they want to chime in. Right. You know, mm-hmm. this is the dope way to do that. And also, it saves you time on posts, right? So post-production, you ain't got to do too much of the extra <laughs> <laughs> on the back end. You can just get this audio condensed and throw it up. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. You got your joint on all platforms right there. So it's a beautiful marriage when you do it this way. So I think it's really dope that you all are doing this too. Nah, I appreciate it, bro. We definitely love, appreciate the love, love, man. We appreciate oh, everything. the love. For sure. Now. But yeah, so that's, you know, kind of like that's uh, one of those things with my show, right? So like I have a lot of fun with current events. I'm very loose. Um, So I, I like to make, you know, we live in this age of uh, very uh, – opinionated information right so people will take the story and then they'll just give you all of their opinions and they won't really go over the facts right right so sometimes the facts can be a hard pill to swallow and so i make sure that everything i do is fact-based right so i give the actual story and it's in its entirety the way it's been reported and then i have fun with it you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, and yeah. i play around with a lot of the details i go in and out you know i might zoom in on some things and really have some fun with it you know i might like for instance the dustin diamond thing you know talking about that led me to Lisa Turtle talking about how, you know, Lark Voorhees was my, one of my earliest crushes as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like sitcom crushes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> when she was just, in How High? Well, yeah. Boy. Yeah. Boy. Come on, Sex. son. 
Method so, man. yeah, so it, it's a really fun podcast, you know, very similar to you all's. Um, you know, I might have a, you know, it's obviously the Super Bowl weekend, so, you yes. know, one thing that might dominate the podcast might be the Super Bowl, the storylines that go in around it. There's a lot of crazy storylines that pop up around Super Bowl weekend. Of course. Like, mm-hmm. this is, you know, Amy Reed's son just getting arrested. Man, fighting. car accident, you know like, going crazy. Yeah, so you hit some of those topics, and then, you know, you just kind of go where you're going to go with it. And I try to, I'll try to at least have, like, four topics that I can really dive in. So it's really a fun podcast, and, you know, I really want to put it in a situation where, you know, just like you all, you can get interactive with the audience and, you know, have people chime in real time and, you know, then be able to kind of – it just gives you a lot more leg room to transition or segue into different topics instead of having cold stops and just switching and going in a different direction. The conversation is a lot more natural right. with the podcast. Yeah, so that's basically what you can get out of Real Spirit Royale. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we keep it interactive as possible. That's basically what it is. Man. Real Spirit Royale. Hey, y'all heard it. Check them out. Spotify. Wednesdays and Sundays, right? Yep, Wednesdays and Sundays. Y'all. That's right. Wednesdays and Sundays. Check them out. So, you know, on our show, we... we we talk about sports, but sometimes we talk it's, about life too. Yeah, bro, it's, it's, a, a, it's a beautiful marriage of both. Yeah, but now the first question before we even get into anything sports: What are you drinking on, sir? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I'm right here with you. Thank you. I'm right here with you. What you okay. got? What you got, baby? This, this, this little like this vodka cranberry. This, easy, this, like, hey, easy, easy, hey, easy, easy, easy. Level up, because you know he's three easy hours ahead up. of us. He's three <laughs> hours ahead, so he keeping it light, yeah, keeping it chill, that's keeping it fresh. Hey, come that's in. Because when I when I hit him up, I'm like, yo, so you know, just bring a just bring a bring drink. Bring a drink. Bring a drink, because this is what we do. This is what we do, man. It's funny. I was just having this conversation <laughs> recently, and me and Mark chopped about it off the air uh a few episodes ago. Like so my th- so my thing was like, you know, we each tap into a bunch of different podcasts, bro. So it's like, right. okay, what is our stamp? Like, yeah. you know, what what is our it what took, is our it, thing, our niche? You know what I'm saying? It took us really a year to figure it out. Yeah, but that was, but that was you. Yeah, and it and it was just like I was just like, man, you know what? Like, I'm gonna just start bringing Drake to the studio, <laughs> like <laughs> straight like that. I'm gonna just start bringing Drake to the studio. We gonna have and, libations, and yes, we gonna be on. And I will, and I will say, you amped it up and giving credit to G. Who you know still an original member, but yeah, he, always. He, but you know he he taking care of you know family stuff. He started off with the waters. Yes, he so started G, off with the waters. Bro, so, so, uh, so producer G, our our third member, bro. Yeah. Every episode, another Detroit native, by the way. Every episode, he would come at us with about six water bottles, bro. Have us lined up. Yeah, like, like two bottles each. What? Yeah, two bro, Swear. ready. Two bottles Swear. each. He and and I'm not talking just a regular mini bottle. Like, no, I'm talking medium sized joints. You know what I'm saying? Where <laughs> your thirst is being quenched. I swear, one time he brought Fiji. He did. G okay, shit. He did. He did. <laughs> and so, uh, so then, kind of from that, bro, as because we we took a while off. You know what I'm saying? Just due to uh, personal circumstances, yep, we took some sure. time off. And then once we came back, um, you know, like Marks was saying, uh, G G family man transitioning, making things pop Music in his man. life. Um, so we just kind of were on a revamp, you know what I'm saying? We kind of want to re-identify ourselves. And that was one of the things I saw, like, man, we just, we just going to have a good time on here. Like he said, we diversify our show, intertwine with culture, sports, and just real life situations. But sports is, is always our foundation. That's always, you know, the, the mattress we lay on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And the other, and the other thing. We make it. We make our speak universal for everybody to hear. Yeah. Because quite honestly, 
we have more women that listen and watch our show than men. Like That's I fact. swear, That's like fact. like I um like I looked at the stats the other day, D. Yeah, and it it said fifty five percent women, forty five percent men. Wow. Yeah. Hey, shout out to the shout out to the ladies that tap in with us. Man, <laughs> I come from a household of my, women. My auntie popped in the chat. My mother's in here. Auntie Kim Hell. popped in the chat. Hell, my mother gave him the damn mom. Shout out to his Stand. mom. She she blessed me with the uh she was like you can't be the only one with one. And I love what y'all doing. Here's one from Amazon. Like literally she, after bro, the show. During the show, she's telling she's telling Mark via IG Live, I yeah. gotta get DP a stand. I gotta and get him just, a tripod. And she just said what up. So what's up, Shout mom? out moms. What's up, moms? Yeah. Shout out so, moms, dog. We appreciate you, moms. Yeah, man, yeah. looking out, man. So so yeah, like literally on my IG live, bro, like I'm I'm it's four women to one dude that that's already viewed my live. You know what I mean? You know what's yep. so crazy? It's only been one dude, and then the rest of like my homie Chris, shout out my homie Chris, and then I got you know three other ladies on on here, and that's See? it. That, that's it. But See? even with my, you know, so crazy, like even with my podcast, the majority of the people that comment or say anything or that I know for a fact, even analytically, like when I look at my data, yeah. it's mostly all women. Like, dude, it's crazy. Like, like I don't even know why it's like that. I right. Think, <laughs> I, I, I swear. I think even like since podcasts have come come out and come to be, yeah, like. Unless the topic is so male dominant, where yeah. like women are just like, I don't, want I don't even, I can't even understand it. Most no. women like, but like a lot of women do audiobooks. A yeah. lot of women yeah. do like a lot of women like to listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yes. usually when you get into those like gender battle roles, it's like men don't listen for shit. Like, right. No, right. they don't. <laughs> like they don't. But like this is even proof like men don't listen for shit. Not a deal. Because every guy has a every guy has a opinion. And they want to be heard, mm. but not every dude wants to listen. And that's what Clubhouse is for. That's basically. Oh my god! And I and let, let me be honest. Let me be honest with y'all. Since since you brought it up, bro, I not a, I don't like Clubhouse. I don't either. I don't, I don't either. like Clubhouse, bro. I've jumped on it a couple of times. I, but I don't like. It. Yeah, like I I've, when it when I uh I just you know I just recently got a new phone. Prior to getting this phone, I did have Clubhouse, yeah. and I would tap in. See what's going on in there, but I was like, I just don't like this. And I was listening to a podcast. Um, you know, I'm not about to get them free shout out because they are they are a big time. <laughs> Bro, they, they are a big time. I ain't about to give them a shout out. But uh, I was listening to the podcast, and the host was basically saying like, if you don't if you don't like uh, Clubhouse, then basically like. You tripping. You're not an intellectual. You know what I'm saying? And Are I'm, you fucking serious? And bro, okay. Well, all right. Ooh. And then, and so I'm, and so he's saying, and now I'm sitting there. I'm like, I love listening to podcasts, but I can't stand Clubhouse. Yo. Like, I'm not a fan. Yo. So shout out to KB, also Good News Radio member, brother. Him and I, we was talking about Clubhouse. Uh, we was talking about Clubhouse. And it was like, he said, Think Peace Twitter went to Clubhouse and just started talking. Yeah. Yep, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, like everybody that had these pseudo ass intellectual thoughts, because everybody trying to be deep and woke and all that other bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said he was so passionate about that. <laughs> I could I could tell you post show why I'm passionate about it, but oh, also D, what you got to stick around for? You got to okay. stick around for the post. Show talk, which happens off air, because that's usually the best part. It get wild. It get wild. 
It get wild. It get it get real. Like yeah, it's the it's the stuff that we wish we could tell. But you know, everybody here got a job, got a career. And, and and People got families. Like everybody can't hear everything. We got, we got lives outside of the podcast. We ain't all podcast money just yet. Right? Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I don't have enough money in my bank account to just risk it all on like right. one thought. <laughs> This ain't the Breakfast Club, you know this. This this ain't this ain't feeding us just yet. You oh, know what I'm saying? Oh, ooh, okay, wait. You know I was going. I'm gonna ask you about Breakfast Club in a second, but we was talking about like the fake deep people on Clubhouse. Yeah. Again, long story short, it's a bunch of people there that want to be heard that be, and that they weren't heard on something else, right? Mm-hmm. And. Right. And then when you can't shut anybody up, you're just talking over everybody, so you just tune out. And yeah. I, and I, no one has a voice, yeah. right? Yep, not a real one. The fuck of yelling, exactly. Like, you start yelling over each other, and you know what? I, here's the here's the interesting part too, and it's funny because it kind of coincides with both of your points. It's still it's it's another platform where men kind of are the dominant majority right now, right? right. And the conversation to be some weird shit like <laughs> why men don't want to get married or. Why? Why men can't be managed by a woman? It's always some. It's weird always some random, weird shit. ass yeah, or, conversation. Or, or this is a singles chat, and then it'd be more dudes hitting on chicks based on their profile picture. You'd be like, bro, like <laughs> she didn't even say she was here to actually like get hit on. She just wanted to like see what the vibe was. But but she said two words, and you like, ooh, baby, I like the sound of your Nola accent. Like, what the? <laughs> but it but it's is as as interesting as it is that. That uh, that clubhouse, you know, kind of just popped on the scene the way it did, and for that good two to four weeks, everybody was trying to see what the hype was about. You know, what yeah. I'm saying because it was exclusive too. And yeah, every everybody was trying to see like, oh, clubhouse did. You know, what I'm saying everybody, you know, posting conversations they've had because because. My social media is Twitter. I love Twitter, bro. I Twitter, love, IG I'm a, for me. I'm a Twitter dude yeah, too. and and you know when when Mark yes. told me when Mark told me we were having you as a guest, you know I'm yeah. I'm peep, I went peeped your pro. I'm like, oh yeah, he you know he, yeah. he dropping some gems. You know what no, I'm saying? Because yeah. like we would like go have back and forth on Twitter for like a couple months. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute, wait, that's let's great. talk to and him. That's how it started. Because here's my thing. I feel like with Twitter, you can tell you can kind of gauge. Someone's intellectual, yes, level, or where they kind of fall when it comes to social ability, yes, and yes. Then you kind of be like, okay, this person's reasonable. I can have a real life conversation with this person. Right. And some people come in real hot. You like, yeah, I'm not responding to your shit. Wow, right. you wild, right. and like, you already wild on the intro. Right, and like, right, right. And some people can't even just catch the joke. Cause like exactly. Twitter for like eighty percent of it is a joke. It's it's, it's funny. It's a big joke. It's funny. Everybody's supposed to be in on, it's, but you it's can't. funnies and it's networking. Yes, the, the way I see it, and, and the way the way that I've started to use Twitter. I mean, of course, as 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 its purpose, I feel that its purpose was at one point is to just kind of drop your thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So every of course, every so often, I I drop the thought that's right on the brain. Um, right. I've even been told that people call it, you know, referencing in referencing to me, the, my Twitter diary. Because at, at yeah, times, you, you know what I'm saying, I will drop a few things just yeah. on there that I just got to release. Boom. And I just put it on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but Twitter, like you said, you can really kind of gauge people's intellectual uh, um, perspectives, yeah. you know, and kind of filter what you want to see. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, you look at. I'm sure between the three of us, we yeah. have some similarities. We have some differences. For sure. Guarantee I'm about to have crazy football, crazy 
uh, uh, highlight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Super yeah. football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I can guarantee Mark is going to have a lot of influencers around sports commentating. You know what I'm saying? And he's going to have maybe a few different sports that I might not be too tapped into. That's you know facts. What I mean? right. That's facts. I retweeted a hockey fight today. And I loved it. Because oh, dude was fight. whooping yeah, ass. Yo, <laughs> so shout out to Wayne Train, Wayne Simmons. Uh, the fight actually posted up in our group chat earlier. Yes, yes. But I already knew who the dude was. Because <laughs> full disclosure, I did work in hockey for like two years. That's dope. Thank you. That's dope. And I, bro, I, I give him credit for that shit all the time. Because I'm like, bro, as a black community, we not tapped into hockey. And like. That's funny that you said that, though, because when I moved outside of Michigan, that's when I realized how not so popular hockey was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think the year that I moved out of Michigan, the Wings were playing in the Stanley Cup. They might have been playing. Yo, that's o- yeah, that's 08, right? 08 or 09? Oh, yeah, that was 08. Because the they won. Players. They won it that year. Yeah, they won it that year. So I'm at the crib. I'm in Florida. Mind you, I'm in Orlando at the time. Yeah. And, you know, this chick I'm buying with, she come through, right? Yeah. It's me and my homies, we all, like, really watching the game because we really get into hockey. <laughs> Yeah. Right? And she comes in, you know, she from Orlando, and, you know, she's like... Oh, God. She's like, you culture ass niggas watching hockey here? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay, so two funny... So two funny, two funny points... Or, well, yeah, two funny points about hockey in the state of Florida. One, you know there's two teams in the state of Florida, right? No clue. Had no clue. You know that? Mm-hmm. Okay, you did. Guess what cities they're in? Tampa? Yes. Okay. And reigning Stanley Cup champion. Yep. And uh I'ma say Orlando. Nope. Miami. I was gonna say Miami. So okay. Miami has the other Orlando, NHL team. Orlando, Orlando got the solar bears. Yeah, they got the solar bears. That's that's uh that's minor? Yeah, so that's the yeah, league I worked yeah. in. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so when I was in it so I went to school, um, played as a as a grad student for a year at the University of Sioux Falls. And in Sioux Falls, they had uh, a minor league team there. So that was my first time ever experiencing a hockey game. I think that team left. And, of course, being that it was it was minor league, we got to sit low-key kind of close. Like, and I'm sitting there. Yeah, bro, That's the whole point. That's the whole I'm point feeling, of minor league hockey. Bro, I'm feeling the vibes. Like, I'm like, yo, this is this is next level. Like, so, that's what so, gets you, though. That's exactly what gets you. I'm, bro. When you get a good hockey experience, that shit is addictive. Dog. It's, and so – for my birthday, what was it? Uh, Pamela was pregnant. Uh, this was 2018 for my birthday. Okay. I was like, I want to go to a Kings game. Oh, so yeah. I went to a Kings game for my birthday. Shut up. They got their asses whooped. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they but, haven't been good since they won the cup. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, yo, I, I had never been to a Kings game. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I got to tap in here. Yeah. So from that point on, like, I have a certain love in in just a, a newness for hockey, but I don't follow it. You know what I'm saying? I just kind of like, uh, okay. you know, see what I see. One weekend, we're going to have to skip a show, and I got to take you to a goals game. So my former employer, whenever they, whenever we let people back in, I got to take you down there on a Friday night because they have dollar Bud Light night. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll, drink, I'll, I'll drink that water for a dollar. Dog. But people get there. Dog. People, dog people, people go there and get slizzard. Bro, I'm already knowing. On Fridays. Bro, the trippiest thing, and not to take away from the hockey point. For sure. People love Bud Light. It's, no, I don't get it. I don't get okay. it. Okay, can I tell you, bro? I could, I could shotgun maybe five Bud Lights and not be faded. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> like, 
As an employee of Anheuser-Busch, <laughs> look at him. <laughs> here's why people love it. It's always on sale. Yes. And it takes a lot for you to feel it so people get the uh, get a bang for their buck. Because you, cause that's the type of brew you hear people like, bro, I went through a whole case. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's cheap. It. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the only... Because, bro, I guarantee you grab a pack of Modelo's unless you heavy set... You're not gonna go through them joints. Hey, screw well, Modelo. I, I tell I tell people all the time, like I'm one of those people. Like I'm a I'm a. It's kind of, well, E40 just said this. Buy my shit. Go ahead, bro. What you said? Product placement. You know what's so dope? You know what's so dope? It's like I'm one of those people. Like if I show up to your function and you got you got a, like a choice of drink, yeah. I'm gonna buy with your drink, even though it might not be exactly one thousand. Hey, that's real. Man, that's real. Like, but if you show up to my function, I probably got like some Ronas, you know what I'm saying? Maybe some Odello. I yeah. probably got some Yingling, you know what I'm saying? But I really don't have too many Budweiser brands. Like, but my boy, like my, my bro JP, he um actually he loves Bud like Bud Light Platinum. I think it is like Bud is it Bud Light Platinum or something? Yeah, like yeah, that? we got that. That's yeah, that's joint. one of them. That's that's what he vibe with. And when I'm over at his spot, you know, like all right, I'm gonna sip on what you sipping on. You know what I'm saying? You Facts. Know, you know, oh, Tierra said she never liked Bud Light. Hey, and I, you know what? I get it. As a black person, a black person, I get it, baby. I understand. <laughs> However, <laughs> if you want to ever contribute to a brother's four hundred one k, please. Case. Listen, listen. <laughs> just like if the stock prices are cool, then we good, bro. Just like my, just like my dog was saying, like if I whatever space I'm in, if I'm going to your situation, I'm a vibe of what you got, and you can't complain but, if you didn't bring anything. Yeah. So, but like you said, like I'm, I'm going guarantee I'm gonna have some Crown nine times out of ten, some Jameson. You know, if I got beers, gonna be Angry Orchards and Modelo. You know what I mean? Like this. You know, shout out the, the young say, bro. You know, I ain't even gonna lie. I had this is a fanboy moment, but whatever. Shout out to the jigger man. So, uh, as a, as a, like I was telling you off yeah, air, yeah, yeah, yeah. the last time I uh, I was listening to uh, Drink Champs and Brandon Marshall was drinking a bottle of Doucet. So here I am, fanboy, and I'm listening, watching the YouTube. I'm like, yo, I drink Doucet too, like. <laughs> And you know why? And you know why they got the do like, like why they're do say heavy? Why? Okay, so hold on. Whose liquor is do say? Jay Z. That's Jay Z's. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he, like he owns he owns it outright. Okay. Like that's him and a couple up. other people. But, it's a, it's great. It's great shit. So uh, Dream Champs and Noriega, like they were on title almost almost exclusively. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken. Matter of fact, you're on title now. I saw that. That's the app I use every day to listen to my shit. Yeah, and see, I'm not. I used to have title. I had title in 2014. I have, to, I, I have to pay for it just because it's like predominantly black owned, and and I love that. I'm besides all, the sprint part, I'm, I'm all the way Negro, a hundred percent, one hundred percent. But Apple Music just gets it done for me at times. You know, like <laughs> you feel I, me? I'll like, admit, I have access to all three platforms, and I'm cool. But like the one I prefer is the one that. That pays. That also pays out. Artists They're artists, money. yeah. And I and, yeah. I and I love yeah. title for that. I love title for that. Yeah. So that's a fact. Title does a great job with that. They, that's the, like when I when I made the decision to actively pursue, you know, being having placement on, on, on title. Like that was my mindset. It was like, look, you know, I got to be on an app that at least has some, you know, ownership that yeah. reflects me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 
So, you know, and, and that process was dope. To see it happen is dope. But at the same time, but prior to, like, I was only, I'm going to keep it extra funky with y'all. When I yeah. got on title, <laughs> I got title for, like, I think, and, and this for all my homies that feel where I'm coming from, because if you love R&B, you, you bend sometimes, right? Yeah. So yeah. Beyonce was dropping the lemonade joint, and everybody, like, go get title. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. I want to stream this shit so I can talk about it on air the next day. So right. I, yeah, I got to see it. Yeah. I had to. So, in, a, in real shit, like, Beyonce's Lemonade put me on title. And ever since then, I was Hey, that's real. <laughs> like, when like when Title first came out, I remember I got it just because I'm like a Jay-Z stand. Like, I'm, I'll admit it. His name was on. I'm like, cool. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah. And then, like, once the catalog got bigger, I was like, all right, they really doing something. Mm-hmm. And then they had the Prince catalog first. Mm. And but there was a time where I took like a year off from it, yeah. and then four 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 was coming. I was like, "Oh, I'm back." You grabbed it. So now, see the reason. So okay, I you know I I got yeah. a lot of friends. You know what I'm saying? You so, got friends that know some friends, and, all, and so, sometimes y'all want to be friends. I get it. So so what happened was <laughs> I, ne- I I remember this very vividly. Yeah, I had just got off work, got off the school bus with the youngins, got in my car, and the homie actually that's the accent. That's it right there. What? Say uh, car again. Car. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. If you never heard the LA accent, that was it. He said core. Except if you and if you don't believe me, go listen to a Nipsey Hustle record. Write the F now. So, That's it. So bro, so I'm, so I'm, so I'm in the car and I'm like, you know, it just so that was the day four 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 dropped. So the homie just shot it to me, like, in a uh, file. Okay. So the homie shot it to me in a file, you know what I'm saying? So, he boom, I had it. So, uh, but, you know, no discredit to him. He, you know, piracy, whatever. But uh, <laughs> We all had Napster. We all had Napster, dog. I, I didn't have Napster, but I had LineWire. I did, too. <laughs> but so we destroyed then, a bunch of computers. So with Tidal, my first exposure to Tidal... I actually, uh, when it first came out, they offered the free trial. Yeah, yeah. So I was, you know, I was a grad student. I'm, you know, I'm like title, like because I didn't have Apple Music at the time. So yeah. I grabbed title, and I'm vibing the title heavy. Then my subscription ended. You know, I'm a grad student. I, I'm making, you know, I'm working after school program. For sure. Y'all not getting my ten dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> like hey, that's real <laughs> on everything. That's Y'all not real. getting my ten a month. I love it, but I. You know, I'm a kid that I downloaded music heavily in high school. I can't heavily. I can't even front like I pay for like the premium one where it's like you get the hi-fi uh, lossless audio. So what? So so what's what's title busting for on a monthly basis? Mine's well, if, if you do the hi-fi joint, I think it's like what fifteen. I think yeah, something like that. yeah, because it used to be more. So and then they brought it down. I, I just paid twenty five to title. See, so I yeah, because that was the losses audio. Then they brought it down by ten because they weren't getting as many people when Spotify yeah, that, and Apple were competitively ten to fifteen. So I pay I pay five for Apple Music as a student. Okay, so uh, I feel it like, hey. but but I wouldn't be mad at paying ten to fifteen because I mean that's twenty dollars for music, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just to support, like you know, yeah, like you know what I mean. And real talk, like the thing with title that like. Title is almost is the equivalent of Samsung when it comes to like music streaming. Is it's right behind the, the nope. top. Or is it, that no, what no, you're no, saying? No, 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 no. What I say what I mean is they end up having the new innovations and they upgrade their 
their platform first. Yeah. Apple will do it second, but Apple has the higher subscriber count. Yeah. So when Apple does it, it's, oh my God, look, like Apple has master's recordings, but Tidal did it five months before you. And and then and then what's what we're starting to see? Title better pay us for this. <laughs> yeah, we need we need a uh, we need a sponsor. Yeah, um, but or, what we're, or just let us on the platform. Title what, what? better talk to us, cause yeah, real talk. Get something. Get something. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, look. I'm gonna write in on title like, hey, look, we just send a few emails. Like you know what I'm saying? in the thirty minute block, y'all better somebody better <laughs> like pick right. us up, right? So and we will share the love. And, and what we're starting to see is people is artists taking their music off of Apple and only having it, you know, on title, which I, which I support. Which you, of course, you know, as a listener, I'm like, damn, you know, what I'm saying I can't get it on Apple, but I understand. But the Apple change. gets it like two week, like a week later. Yeah, for some, yes, for some. Beyonce does that. Beyonce will do that. Jay Z will do that, and. Like maybe like a couple other people will do that. Yeah, but then like on the flip side, like Drake sometimes will give Apple like two days ahead of time before every other thing gets. It. You know, you know what's so shocking about that too is that I'm shocked that all of Rock Nation artists don't make theirs exclusive on title. On title, it just makes more sense for you know just in terms of a of a branding. Uh, but not, uh, but outlook, not, you know what I'm saying. But not every Rock Nation artist is big enough to do that. In my opinion, that's true. Like, yeah, if you yeah. like, if you're that big, you can do that. Yeah, like Jay Z can do that, Beyonce can do that, Rihanna can do that. I think Sean is big, and, like Rihanna. Of course, Rihanna holds Jay cool. hands that's down. That's a that's a that's the elite five. Exactly, <laughs> but Big Sean, I feel like Big Sean is a big enough artist to do that, but he doesn't. You know what I, I don't, mean? Like, I don't, I don't think he has enough of the market share to do that. I think he does though. <laughs> only, only for the simple fact that. If we if we consider just from a just from a quick eye view, we consider Big Sean's um, you know his growth since he's since he's been out. He's he every year he's elevated. Every year yeah. he's elevated. Yeah. So I do so I do believe that he has the market power to solely been on top. But I do also see your perspective because he may not necessarily have the broad fan base to be able to market. You know, just who, on that level. You know who yeah. can do it. Janae Aiko could do it. Of course. Uh, she can do down. it before him. Yeah, and, and it's crazy because he's the bigger artist of the two on an international scale, in my opinion. On an international he scale, is, yes. He is, but her following is crazy. Like, it's, it, and, it's, and, it's, and it's loyal. No, yeah, bro. Listen. And that's what it, I that's first what it start, is. I first started listening. Shout out to my best friend, China Doll. I started listening to Janae Aiko. I knew a China Dollar College. In, <laughs> in 07. I started listening to Janae Aiko 06, 07. Like wait no, bro. She had this joint called. She had this joint called. Wait no more, boy. I t- see, boy. You, you got hit with them LA exclusives because she from I'm right here. Yeah, the same with YG. I was listening to YG, yeah. like oh six. You, you had, know what I'm saying? You, Just had, you had them two plus Nipsey before and I even caught wind. And, uh, and uh, well, you ain't here. You ain't heard 1997. I think I did that. Yeah, bro, yeah. come on now. Nineteen ninety seven. I wrote I, my I first rhyme. I knew about Dom when I was living in Detroit. Yeah, actually, even before that, I knew about Dom in college. Even even K Dot Kendrick Lamar, skateboard yeah, nigga. No, I ain't no skateboard nigga, bro. Like, come on now. Like these are these are. I'm just hearing this off. Hey, like, hey, shout out to Tierra in the chat though. She she's a whole vibe right now too. What up, Tierra? She talking Tierra, about Janae vibe. Tierra's a vibe. 
Shout out to her. What up, though? She's she rolling. She's, what she's interacting. Like, she cool. <laughs> like, I, hey. Hey, I thought Tierra knew me. I'm interacting with her. Right. Hey, I just want Tierra to, like, give us both a follow, you know, because I know she came from your, I know she came from your pipeline. So, shout out. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What up, though? But yeah, but man. Yeah, uh, even even Q, even even Q at that time, I think Q oh eight was like the first time I heard Schoolboy. Bro, school. But I was, he was even TDE type deal. Yeah, you know bro. Saying? I'm telling Schoolboy. Yeah. So I, bro, Schoolboy was really. So I, I went to Fresno State right out of high school. So I, I'm class of oh nine. I went to Fresno State right out of high school. Okay. My top my top four artists were Down Q Nip and uh and K Dot. Okay. Straight out, straight out the gate. That was up. that was my top four going in as a freshman. You know what I'm saying? Oh, top five. I thought Wiz in my top five. That was my five. Boy, you can. Hey, your top five is one of the most elite top five. <laughs> bro, I, I, I kid you not, bro. I'm, Y'all got blessed, bro. On everything we did, dog. I'm sitting here. My first car was a '91 Oldsmobile, bro. When I first bought that joint, when I it was a Color Supreme. When I first bought that joint, I didn't. I had an old ass radio in there, so I was listening to Schoolboy in my headphones as I'm on the drive to Fresno. Like I'm listening to uh, to Setbacks, his first tape. I'm listening to Setbacks the whole way, bro, the whole way. So this past weekend, I'm with my little bro driving back from Laughlin or driving to Laughlin, and we bumping Q, and he's sitting here like he like. It's cute. I'm like, dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Sad, no. how, how how was the game? So okay, so quick quick little preface. I play semi pro football. I still love the game. I thought about joining your team by the way over the weekend. Hey, shout out to you. Come for on, playing, for, for playing semi pro because semi pro is real gritty. It is. Real it is, football. bro. And it's so funny because I had these conversations. I was talking to my little bro because he can't. Like I said, he came with me. Yeah, he yeah. worked. He worked the chains for us uh, at the game. Hey. And it, and as we was driving, I'm telling him like semi pro culture is different. It's mm-hmm. a, it's it's a hundred percent different. And yes. uh, shout out to my team, West Coast Lions. Shout out to Ronald Clark and Lucy Clark, our owners. Uh, really, really great people, bro. They've been holding me down for the past, what, uh, what's this, 2021, past six, seven years that I've been involved in semi-pro. But, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm super still tapped in. I love it. Uh, we went out to Laughlin, played a team out in Bullhead City, Arizona, and right. we got smacked. You know, we got smacked. <laughs> <laughs> Straight like that. You, but, yeah, you told me this last you week. You know, I, so I you know on, a, on a selfish level, I played well. You know, I had about five tackles. You know what I'm saying? T, you know, with a one TFL. You know, I, it was, you know, it was my first game in a year. So I was geeked. You know what I'm saying? I was ready to get out there. You know what I mean? Right. But um, but yeah, man, semi pro culture is very is very interesting. You get a lot of personalities. You get people from all type of different backgrounds. Yeah. You get cats that have the have the ability to play pro. to play D one to play pro, but for whatever reason, circumstances you know uh, yep. you know offered them otherwise. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I, I've had excuse me in my time playing semi pro, I've had so many so many so many different opportunities to oh. just interact with people and um and even you know i had i had a shot to play arena ball you know what i'm saying but at, at the time i turned it down you know just for the simple fact my son was on the way so i was like let me just go ahead and get this money um on everything you know what i'm saying so uh it's, it's it's been a win though it's been a yeah. win you know i told myself 
uh, when when the XFL comes back, I'm gonna try out, and that's gonna be, you know, that's gonna be my last little. There you go. My last yeah. little. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a sports talk market DP exclusive. Yeah, bro, real talk. Because I was like, I seen once I seen the Rock snapped it. I was like, you know what? Come come thirty, because I'll be thirty this year. Come thirty one, I'm gonna just go ahead and I'm gonna take some time. And really yeah. devoted to my craft. Get in shape, yeah, bro. and I'm gonna shoot the J. Cause I, Cause bro, I, I never, I gotta go crazy. I'll never forget. I showed my ass in front of a CFL scout back in 20, uh, what was that? Back in 2017. I showed my ass. He chopped it with me. He was gonna pay my way to get into the tryout. Yeah. And the day of the tryout was my little sister's college graduation. You know my, Take you know it. what, you know what my best friends is the agent. Yeah. Yes, you yes. know I know him. Yeah, what? you introduced me to him. Thank you. Yeah, like <laughs> just say you want to be an athlete, but but I gotta get right though. You know, I just know. Say, just just tell just him. Want to be our famous friend athlete? <laughs> just say you want to be it. Just say you want to do this. I promise you, he will put you on the right path. One hundred percent, and I never even thought G shit. I never, cause you know I've been so tapped in with coaching. Yeah. I never even, you know, what I'm saying was like, uh, you know, but but that's that's really that's really my my plot. I mean, I showed my ass in front of a CFL scout. He told me to come to the to the tryout. Don't worry about paying, and it just so happened to be that's my sister's graduation. I'm going to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like straight like that. Foe, baby. You know what I mean? That's money. Hey, you know what's so dope about that is that. You were able to put this down and come back to it later when you was ready to it. Yeah, you know what I'm like, facts. Whatever that journey was, that's that. You know what I'm saying? Facts. But the fact that it's such a blessing that you still got your athletic ability, your mind, and your spirit, and now everything about the line, like dog, you about to be on a different level. Are you one practice squad away from being that guy? I'm, I'm telling you, bro. That I know. I you appreciate know that. Like you one practice squad away from me bragging on you, like you know, <laughs> like I trained. You. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, everything because oh, I appreciate it because it's like, man, like everything, everything happens for a reason, bro. Like, so I, you know, I Tierra just saw just it. Said, hey, Tierra just said that as you said that. She just said yeah. that in the chat. Tierra. Shout out, man, Tierra, what up, man? Tierra, follow <laughs> what up, us, man. Like, She's, tap in. Matter of fact, she should come on the show like in a week or two. You know, I don't know. Hey, we gonna bring her on one day. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know what I'm, I'm with. Hey, so here's the cool part. So now that you mentioned that, the cool part about. Like us doing the IG lives on our separate feeds. If she followed both of us, you could be on one phone. She could be on the other, literally. And now we got four people. We now out we here. Yeah, that's the best thing about the feed. Like when you can, you know what I'm saying? Like you see the vision, Mark. What's happening? What's Dumb. happening? Like vision. What's happening? Come on, I, I, now. I would just say on this show, our 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 innovation has been mimicked, and it's been seamless. It's yeah. been it's been mimicked also. In more ways than one. <laughs> I got another thing to tell you, too. Off air. Bro, I'm going to let you know. Mark kind of go there a little bit. You know, he he, <laughs> he he go there a little bit. He, he you know, he he releases, you know. He releases. He has, he has a little moments of release. Do. And I respect it because it's real. You know what I mean? Right, right. I, listen. I respect that. Listen. Too. My thing is, if you're going to be Kobe, if you're going to be Kobe, who gave every ounce of credit he could to mimicking his game to Michael Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to be that, then be that. Right. But don't act like you the originator. 
Facts. Period. And shout out to the Originator 97 on Hard Knock Life Volume 2. Oh, Straight my. like that. <laughs> since hey, we since we talked about Duce and title, shout out to the Originator. Jazz O. What up? You understand? I hope he hears me. One second. I'll be right back. Hold yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Do your thing. Do your thing. But, um, but yeah, man. Hey, hey, we flowing. No, we flowing. We flowing. I got I to gotta just acknowledge the fact that we, this has been a great natural conversation yeah, um, we done threw some sports in there. It's been yeah. life. We done, Bro, we done weaved our way through. Shout, shout out to shout out to the listeners. Shout out to those in the chat. You know what I'm saying? On both oh, chats. On both. You know what I'm saying? What you got on your side? What Man, you got on your I, side? I ain't got much right now, but I've, I've had people I got a pop couple, in, I pop out. I see a couple out. ways. I see a couple yeah, ways. Yeah, you know, I've been what saying what's up. up. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, it's it's just it's just been amazing, you know, what we've been able to do with this platform Man. and how we've been able to grow and, and continue to add value Man. To our listeners, I just believe in being real, being honest. Again, while we, while we are, while the the baseline is sports, yeah, and that will forever be the baseline, yeah, one hundred percent. There's more to this life than just sports. And again, we've said, I've said when I was doing this solo, I said when I was doing this with G, I said when I was doing with UNG, and I said when it's just been me and you. If you want Sports Center, go holler at Sports Center. It come on your cable every day, every day. If All want, day. If you want that, go holler at it. I'm not here to stop you. But if you want to have discussion about the sports world or life and even intertwine sports with it, because to me, one of my principalities, one of my foundations is sports is life. Yeah. You can find everything about life within the game. And the game itself mimics life. And so that's just how I've operated. That's how I've, that's how I've been pro. That's how I've been programmed to be. Yeah, yeah. And I say program, not from family members or anything like that. Like God programmed me that way. That's just this how is I, you. That's how I see the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put me out on the everyday thing. I can tell you a sports scenario that fits that thing. And then, and I and, and vice I'm a, versa. I'm a firm believer that sports help build helps build character. I um, believe that too. It, you know, it teaches you. It definitely teaches you adversity. Of course, I and think I that. You know, given given my uh, athletic background with the acti- the opportunities that I've had, I mean, um, it's 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 been so many different so many different events yeah. that have just been able to shape me. So many different people, coaches, yeah. or just teammates. You know, what I'm saying whomever that have helped impact and shaped you yes. know the man I am today. You know, and will continue to do so. Hundred percent, and. Really switch topics. A question that was brought up by the famous Almighty Tierra Renee. Yeah, yeah. We we, we gonna get her on here. One what day. she what she said? She said, "How do y'all feel about the vaccine?" I'm not going first. I'm not getting it. <laughs> you heard him. And it's funny because so uh, sh- shout out to my people. I've, I got loved ones that got it. Salute. I still love y'all. Nothing changes. But y'all are the my people, my loved ones are the ones that I'm gonna tell straight up. Don't get it. Yeah, see. But I, I but I'm still gonna support those that got it. But that's just my personal perspective that's, on it. Hey, hey, DP, that's dope too because like I respect people who make that decision. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like if that's what if, if you went through all the information you can gather and you sifted through it and you made a conscious decision in that in that, that part. Happen, Actually, actually, did your due diligence and saw what it was. You know what I mean? Exactly. Now I can respect that, right? Me personally, I, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. 
I'm just gonna say this. I'm not in. I'm not gonna get it now. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna get it. Right I, now. I need to see some things. I gotta see. I gotta really see some things first. Yeah. And I will say on my end, I will get it when it's time for me to get it, because luckily in my situation, I've been born into. I have a. Aunt, that's a that is a doctor, not just a PhD, but she is an MD. Yeah. So she's also gotten it and has told me about how she felt from it, everything like that. I have another aunt, so a god aunt who was actually one of the people that was clinically tested on it. Both right. of them in Detroit and black, and they both have felt fine from it. Right. Also, at home, like literally my household, my mother. And my grandmother have conditions that make them, you know, predisposed to being, you know, easily susceptible to catching it. Yeah. And so for the simple fact that I come March 3rd, 4th, I have not been home in a year. Like, I miss my family. Of course. Wow. So. Yeah. Of course. From, yeah. And usually I go home twice a year. Yeah. Right. Summer for my baby girl birthday and Christmas. Yeah. Right. I haven't done either. Yeah, it's been FaceTime, text, and phone calls for a year. So for their safety and my own, and also me not wanting to live with the guilt of like killing anybody by accident. Yeah, yeah. I have to do this, and I and I also I mean and like you and also like you, I'm out and about every damn day yeah. for work. Right. So, but outside of work and outside of the general public for my family, like I want to go home. Yeah, I have not right. been home. And that feels weird to me. It, and it, and I mean, naturally, it should. You know what I mean? It feels weird. So, based on I listen to, I listen to literally experts that I am related to. Yeah. Which I have a privilege, and I will acknowledge that it is a privilege to have that ex, to have that, that resource, to have the resource. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah. and I, I, I understand the platform. I understand where I'm coming from. So it's not like. Nigga, you got what it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, dog. Like, I understand that this is a privilege, it's yeah. an honor, and I, I just, I got to, but I gotta I, get it. I just want to go. Um, you know, just hey, me, hey, DP, down your head, like, like, Nene want to know. She wants some more explaining. Apparently, that's my uh, mother. That's my mother. Yeah. So look, so, so I'm, a, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be 100 percent transparent. Go ahead. I'm a little brother to a big sister. Right. My big sister told me not to get it. Why? So I did my I did my due diligence to you know to research you know what I'm saying. So my whole thing is with all these. So first off, I had COVID. Full transparency, I had COVID. That is one. Never mind. <laughs> Full transparency, I had COVID. My symptoms were a runny nose and a sinus headache. So you didn't lose your taste or sense. I didn't of smell, lose right? my taste. I didn't lose my sense of smell. I did not have body aches. Um, none of that. So, uh, in, in being that, I also am someone who rarely gets sick. I'm also in someone who is, you know, fairly healthy. I take care of myself. I work out, take my vitamins, you know, whatever the case may be. So when it comes to, to getting a vaccine, I've never gotten a flu vaccine. My son don't got the flu vaccine. So, I haven't gotten a flu shot. Yeah. So I, I'm long not, time. I've, I've never been with that. I'm a firm believer that. One is one is one is one uh one way for the government to track you you know by getting a vaccine because having had COVID, I had a whole interview with the county, 
Um, my name is a, basically a number. It's a statistic because I did have COVID. Now. Yeah, I'm registered now. Uh, anybody can look me up, and uh, if you if you have particular credentials, you can look me up and see that I have had COVID. Sure. Um, and uh, like being that went to jail. Jeez. Yeah, being that I had it and I got through it, I don't see a need for the vaccine. If God forbid I get it again. I'll beat that hoe again. I'll just take my 14 days and it is what it is. Because realistically, and the CDC has, has said this, after 10 days, you are no longer contagious. After 10 days, I went right back to work. So, you know what I'm saying? But I do also understand and I'm very much aware of those that are not necessarily in the best of health when yeah. they do contract, you know, COVID. It, hurt, it hits them a little harder. And I'm very understanding of that. I get it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, which is why I also understand why people do decide to get the vaccine. 100%. Right. I'm not bashing those that get it by no means. I just yeah. personally within myself, within my preference and all of my blackness, I'm not getting and, it. And one thing that I believe as a principle is individualism. Yeah. Whether it's friendships, relationships, you know, colleagues, whatever you have the right to be individual. So you as an individual, I respect what you believe in as an individual and you respect what I believe yeah, in as an individual. Well, I'm not, also, yeah. and we both have our different reasons for wanting it and not wanting exactly. it. Exactly. Again, I just want to go home. Right. And and as he said, he has family members who basically for you know, for lack of a better word, can contract it can contract COVID a little easier than others due to their, you know what I'm saying, due to their immune systems. So of course, naturally as a precaution he would like to go ahead and get that vaccine just so that he knows yeah, they're going to be good to go. Yes, because I just want to go to hell home. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, me, on you know me when I'm with my nana, I wear a mask, she wear a mask, and I don't hug her. But I'm able to just be in her space, have conversations with her, sit in her house, you know what I'm saying, and, and, it's, and it's good. I get that she, uh, you know, she, she's very, um, she's up there in age, so she wants to make sure that she's protected. And that those that are around her aren't able to, you know, uh, pass that on to her if they so do have it. And I get that, you know what I'm saying? Which is why I didn't tell them yeah. when I had COVID, you know what I mean? Because they was going, oh, my gosh. You know, people, but, it, but to be fair, to be fair, DP, not to cut you off. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm looking at the comments, and they not letting you. They not letting okay, you. okay, and, okay. I, and I get right, it. It's right, cool. For, I'm for, not tripping. Also, for the record, like, two of them <laughs> that are going in are my mother and my aunt, one who's gotten the damn... Shot herself, so and and and, and I support y'all one hundred percent. And Woo, say that, the, say that one more time. I, I, support, I support y'all one hundred percent. Because like I said, I'm gonna get a phone call. Because no, I'm saying, like, Mark, what the hell are you doing? Like I like I told, <laughs> like I said just a few moments ago, I support those that choose to get it. I just have personally made the choice not to get it. And I and I'm cool with that. You know and what I'm saying? It is. I'm what it clearly is. cool with it because it didn't ruin our friendship or right. our co-host shit. <laughs> I'm not tripping. And you I'm know, not like... tripping either. However, mom, Kim, yes, you know Jay, that I want to go home. Jay chimed in because I know Jay chimed in. Shout out Jay, Tierra, and I think it's Nian. I think Nian. She she. Chimed you said in it too. right, bro. You said it I right. Said Good right? job. Okay, bet bet. So basically, what what I'm gonna say is, look, I think it's a slippery slope for us as a black community. Let's just. I'm going to narrow that it down part, a little bit further. That part. As a black community, it's a slippery slope. Yes, yes. Because we have a history of things going wrong for us in this country that were meant to go good for good, us. Good, yeah. But I will say this. If you're someone who's been away from your family, like Mark just said, for over a year, and you can't go back home, 
because some like I live in New York. New York is very strenuous. Like yeah. it's going to come to a point where New York is going to be like, if you don't have the vaccine, we're going to put you on a list. I yeah. think eventually it's coming to that. Now they getting like that. It's going to get that right. So okay, one of the things that I remember, like even back in history, and this is correct me if I'm wrong. Go ahead. Like the polio vaccine was killing people. Yes, but polio was killing people. So if you think about it, either way, you go have. Like you out here, regardless. Yeah. Right? Regardless. Yeah. Now, if you, as a black community, if you see fit for yourself to go get the vaccine, please do. You, like I said, if you did all of the due diligence, just like you said, if you researched it, cool. I'm a rock with you. If right. You don't want to get it because we've seen instances, and I live here in New York, of people getting the vaccine and then two and three weeks later still testing positive for COVID. And, and so it's, I'm not trying to say it's a conspiracy. I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think I think it's just modern. Science. Modern science, bro. We want it to be modern science is not as advanced as we want it to be just yet, and we gotta accept the fact that everything is not fail safe, right? Like everything is not one hundred percent, like right. There's still gonna be risk associated with whatever choice you take. Yeah, just take the just just make sure you let make me sure know you, where you at. Yeah, like if my sister woke up one day and was like, "I'm going to get the vaccine," I wouldn't tell her no because if she didn't die, you didn't die, you right? Didn't die. And and that's. And to that point that you just said, my little cousin, I was on the phone with her yesterday. She was like, my parents got the vaccine. They didn't die. I'm thinking about getting it. And I'm looking at her. I was like, really? She's like, yeah. And I, and I didn't bash her for it. I was just like, okay. Like, if you see fit to do that, then by all means, you know what I'm saying? Operating on your own will. You know what I mean? But my whole thing is, like I told my boy who, who, uh, who you know, he told me he was going to get it and he ended up getting it. I said, bro. Do your research. Just do your research. Because I I personally believe if we're thinking just like you said on a scientific scale, we've had so many other things, so many other illnesses that have approached us. You know what I'm saying? And I'll I'll be, like I said, I'll be 30 this year. In my 30 years, we've had so many different things that have come across us, certain illnesses, you know what I'm saying, that they still don't have cures for. But all of a sudden, we, we enter this pandemic and they were so rushed to get this per- this particular vaccine for this particular illness, and it's like, I just need to see. I just need to see it in a in a longer time frame. You know what I'm saying? Right. I just I just need to see yeah. some long term effects of it. But like I said, I know people that have got it. I know people that have got it, and they good. Like you know what I'm saying? One of my best friends, he has it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He said he he felt a little pain. You know what I'm saying? After getting it, you know what I'm saying? Just from the. Uh, from the the, uh, the shot, you know what I mean, but he's good to go, and and I mean, you know, he's a yeah. firefighter. He out here, you know what I'm yeah. saying. I get why he got it, he you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So it's like hey, by no hey, means, hey. huh? Go ahead. No, I was about to. Go, I didn't mean to cut you off, DP. Go ahead. Go ahead. By by no means am I bashing anybody yeah. that has it. I don't hey, want it, y'all to take it like that. I'm not like, bashing that. And again, like, it's just. It's just my personal preference. I guess. And again, we we talk about doing research, and I respect everybody that does the research. Again, from my personal viewpoint, my research, I talk to her on a daily basis. Right, right, right. And right. so you did your part. I, I've because not, not even that. I've done my part. She right. has done it, and 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 just and has to piggy said, "Hey, I've done it. Here's how I feel." Right. I got you know the next one coming. And to get Here, on that real quick, go ahead. I just don't want our community to get it based on fear. That's my biggest thing, but that's the thing we're, with the black community. Like, there's it's it's, it's so we're so like it's we're just so fearful. like oh my gosh, you know what I'm saying? 
And but historically, we felt like guinea pigs since the inception of this country. Of course. Just so be, I mean, just because naturally how things have happened. And that's traumatic experiences it, passed down generation yes. to generation to generation to generation to generation. That's why, don't, don't, rather than move in fear, move logically. If, hey. if, like, like, harmony, mama. like what was being said, like, like what he said, you know, you're going to have, you're going to have your own purpose and reason for, for doing so and getting the vaccine. Also, you know what I'm saying? shout out to the doc. She has, she has, she has jumped in the chat. She said the technology to, to create this vaccine came as a result of the diseases that you've seen in your lifetime. And, that's that's and from I, a doctor. No. And I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not and by no means, not by no means. <laughs> Am I trying to downplay, discredit anything? You know what I'm saying? I understand, you know, y'all are attaching emotion to this because y'all y'all are my elders. Y'all see me, you know what I'm saying? And I'm speaking on it. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But that's just my personal preference. You know what I'm saying? I, I, just, I just believe that I'm going to be good regardless. God got me. I'm not tripping. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to. I'm not gonna. Uh, and I, you know, you know. Go ahead, to cut you off, DP, go ahead bro. That's a good point because I think most people feel like you. I think most people feel like if it's my time to go, it's my time to go, and I'm gonna still be out here. I'm gonna take precautions. Exactly. I'm gonna take my proper precautions. You know what I mean? Right. But when it comes to the vaccine, that's an additional step to the precautions yes. that they laid out. Yes. So yes. So I get that. Here's here's my concern. Here. Go ahead, bro. Like. None of us like obviously like it's like um hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? Yes. So we'll never know Cam what the right 50, decision 50. is. We'll never know what the right decision is until until we have it happened. Yeah. A year, right. We don't know what the right decision is until a year or two from now. Yes. Right? Let's say people get the vaccine. Cause the clinical trials, let's keep it extra funky. The clinical trials are very brief. They did this in an expedited time. Right? I'm just being honest. Yeah. You know, I, and I'm not, I'm not discounting. <laughs> and he's not discrediting it. He just, it's what, facts. All right. What ha- the, que- the question that is posed is, what happens if it's mandated? How, who Who's going to mandate it? The government. If the So listen. The GOV. Did, it, did the, the, almighty did the GOV. government, has the government mandated the flu, the flu shot? Because no, they mandate not, others. But let's not, let's not forget. We we've been like a TV, like a let's TV not forget shot, let's not mandated. forget let's not forget we've been in flu season. All of a sudden, there were we didn't get the same commercials we've been getting over the last few years. But the TV we test we haven't we haven't gotten the uh, we haven't gotten the 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 flu signs like oh it's flu season you know what I'm saying we haven't gotten none of that all of because of the mass media because of social media and, and just the mass media that we have in today's society everything's inflated. Everything's inflated, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say that the news is all negativity X Y Z. No, not. because I because I I as I've gotten older, I understand. I need to know what's going on in the world. I get it, but in the same token, let us not have had social media right now. I guarantee. I guarantee this. We would not be wearing masks. If I guarantee, if we didn't have social media to inflate. Everything that's going on in the country, everything that's going on in the world, we wouldn't be in mass right now. It would just be another scenario that we talk about. I remember SARS. I remember what was the one we was but we the, was supposed to get. But the COVID we, vaccine uh, that we have now is based off of SARS. What was what was the one we was getting uh, when we? Uh, and also, and, and DP, not to cut you off, but just to make a valid point. Yeah, the, the strand is currently mutating. There's two different, maybe three different mutations 
So I'm not saying that the, the vaccine is a be all end all, but I do think it's a personal choice. It's a personal choice. One thousand percent. We should not. I do think that we should not shame people for getting it, but I also think that we should also not shame people for not getting it. As right. Well. As and and, and, and that's yes. what I feel as a. I can't speak for any other communities. Because right. Because we are part of that community. We we part right. of the black because one. Outside of outside of the natives of this land, I'm not sure another another body of people who are on this continent has been disproportionately fucked up by the things that were supposed to help us. That's all I'm saying. I have to withhold that regard as a black man and as a black person. That's yeah, because because I because I believe, bro. Somebody said coach need help. I'm coach. He talking about me, <laughs> but uh, but I. You know, right. funny, Jay, Jay just asked that. She said he's an athlete. What about practice? Right, yo, coach. Like, hey, y'all gotta get y'all gotta get back. And, to and it's funny you mention that. So look, so as of now, you know, I coach at my alma mater, and of course, you know, basically due to COVID, ain't no coaching. But um, LAUSD has basically said that they're pretty much uh, going to move forward. But what about uh, in uh, requiring their students in order to return to have a vaccine? So I reached out to our head coach and I said, you know, has there been any any talks? Because, of course, if you're going to have the kids get the vaccine, the staff got to get the vaccine, too. But I think to her question, though, is like you playing semi-pro football. What if like what about that part? I think that's what she was more specifically. Uh, well, I mean, if I'm, I, if I, I'm mistaken, Jay, I'm, I'm gonna be real, Jay. I'm gonna be real. Like it was real regular. It was real Man. regular. I, <laughs> I wore my mask. <laughs> I wore my mask. I washed my hands. My hands ain't going my mouth or my eyes. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like it's it's just it's just regular common common. Uh, yeah. Common. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I done lost it. Uh, just, just uh, your cleanliness. You know what I'm saying? Like, wash your damn hands. Wash your hands. Like common, hy- like common, common hygiene. hygiene. Like common hygienical practice. Yeah, because I was yeah. just, I was just talking to one of my clients at work today, and he's some, you know, when he first contracted COVID, and I hate to say contracted because I feel like it's a, it's a disease, but it's really just, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's an illness. You know, when he, when he tested positive contracted. for COVID, he was really scared, bro. Mark you, <laughs> no, was, but that's what we heard in like what ninety two when Magic he, he had HIV. He was really he was really scared because of course, as I said earlier, the media is inflating this this illness, and I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying it's it's on a great it's on a great scale. You know what I'm saying? Which we every day every day whatever we're on, we're seeing it. Yeah. So he was scared. You know what I'm saying that he might pass from it. And I told him, I said, look, bro, I had COVID. I'm sitting here talking to you right now. Like, you know what I'm saying? We having this conversation right now, bro. You're going to be solid. So today he asked me, he said, because I tested positive, am I more susceptible to get it again than the next person? I told him, no, technically, that's a a real real question. question. Yeah, so I told him, I said, no, um, uh, uh, CDC says that within 90 days of you testing positive, that you cannot give it and you cannot contract it. And so I just told them, I said, it's just, it's just the same way you would catch a cold from someone. If they sneeze in your, in your face, you know what I'm saying? And, and your mouth is open or it gets in your, <laughs> it gets in your nose or whatever, you know, what I'm just also 
that's real. Like if somebody sneezes, you touch it, you touch your mouth, whatever. Just the regular basic stuff. That's the way you gonna contract it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's nothing like people. Real talk. When I had COVID, people was people was talking like I had HIV, bro. Like that. That's what was tripping me knows out. What this damn thing is. But it's the it's it's understand, bro. I work in healthcare. It's the you way do. that you understand how you can contract it. Somebody sneeze, cough, whatever. <laughs> And you're just, you know, you just open, you, you know what I'm but, saying? But also, here's the, you know, the funny part about that, though, DP, is that, like, I'll say this, like, people who have taken all of the necessary, like, restrictions and, you know, distanced themselves and did everything right, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that still got it. I feel like everybody's going to get it. Here's that's the same, like, bro. That's the same thing I said, bro. But here's the issue, right? <laughs> You'll get it. And you got it practicing whatever, like, whatever precautions you yes. know, practice, right? Yes. And I think that no matter what, everyone's going to get it. And I think eventually what's going to happen is you're going to have to ask yourself, what exactly, what's the extent that I'm willing to go to to make sure that this doesn't hurt anybody else? Right. Or it just only hurts me. Right. And I think yeah. that's that's a personal question. You can't tell anybody what morals they need to have. You can, and bro. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, and but it, the reckless people. Fuck them. Fuck them reckless. <laughs> yeah, because, bro, they're not taking... Yeah, reckless is... They're not taking no cool. precautions, you know what I'm saying? Bro, like, look, between me and Mark, I, me personally, I've had about 15 tests in the I've past had about, year. I've had about three, and all, all mine came negative. In the past year, I've had about 15, 20 tests. I just, I just tested three days ago. See? Got my results back this morning. Negative, thank the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Thank the Lord. <laughs> but, but it's like... It's, it's just, Cue the choir. It's just it's just wild, bro. Like, but people, but when you speak openly about you not getting the vaccine, people come at you. They come for you. Like you're not gonna get it. Like you know what I'm saying. And it's and like, as you said, like you shouldn't be ridiculed for getting it or not getting it. You know, it's a personal choice. Bang, you gonna bang on me for not getting the flu shot? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now question. Yeah. Bringing this into a sports context. Yeah. Okay. How would y'all feel if, let's say, come October, November. I'm about to blow you away with the sports concept to this. Okay, cool. <laughs> come October, November this year, uh, it is mandated by every league, stadium, city, whatever, that says you have to be tested and you have to be tested, or not just tested, but you have to have a vaccine. In order to enter um, professional sports, professional sports and concert venues. Check this out. Check this out. To to participate. Professional sports is going to deplete. You're going to see a lot of people that that um, you're going to see a lot of people that may not have gotten the opportunity to play pro be playing because they're going to say, fuck it. I'm going to get the vaccine. And then, you know, so like when the NFL had the. Hold uh, now, had a lockout in like in the eighties, and they had the scrub. They had a lock. They had they just re, they, they more recently had went. a lockout. What was that? Oh eight, but not was that, it? but not that, not one. to that extent. But the one in the eighties where they had quote unquote the scabs. Yeah, and then and then and then what's going to happen? What's going to happen is you're going to see you're going to see so many people just kind of like. F all those things that are requiring it. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just going to separate themselves. Kyrie not playing. Kyrie won't play. Period. 
He's done. Cause he's bro. Listen, Kyrie already took how many games off, like for mental health reasons, which and, I respect and understand. And, and the thing that kills me, and not to speak on Kyrie like that and, and kind of change the subject, but yeah, yeah. the thing that kills me is that people, bro, people that think on a lower level really believe that professional athletes are just professional athletes. I mean, but that but that type like, of thing it bro, goes back to the Coliseum in Rome. But but you you got to think about it, bro. Also if they were slaves You, you could be it. you could be Mark Bland That's and you right. played in the NFL for 5 years. You're still I, Mark Bland. I am. You know what I'm saying? Even and, on and this the, show. And the thing that kills me <laughs> is that people people look at Kyrie Irving, Seriously. people look at Kyrie Irving as Kyrie Irving. Yes. I understand his magnitude of his is of his celebrity. Yes, but this is a person. This is a human being. But he's not a. You know what I'm saying this. I, but the this deeper a, discussion on that is like, why has society allowed celebrity culture to b- become what it is? Because it's, because society in a, in a in a majority scale thinks on a lower level. Well, I believe that. Simply put. I believe that, but every, every everybody everybody's gonna if a if you see a celebrity, you think they're doing celebrity things. You think it, I, I have plenty of people on Twitter that when I came, remember, I, and I think I said it in the group, I was like, I'm not here for no Kyrie slander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because right, I do remember that. Yes, I'm not here for no Kyrie slander. I said the same thing on Twitter, and people was like, "Man, I'm tired of him. Will, will he need to just hoop? He can't be a person." I think, he, but he I think at the end of the day, to your point though, is celebrity culture ultimately is people projecting a life in which they know they themselves cannot fulfill, so therefore they put it on other people and they hold those point. and they yes. hold those people Great and they hold point. those people to those yes. to expectations in which they yes. know they can't fulfill, yes. but they dream in which they can do, but they won't ever do it because out of fear, rejection, whatever. And to, and to latch one point to that, yeah, they separate humility from the celebrity. Oh, 100 percent. They separate humility from celebrity, and because they and, and to extend to extend on what you and Mark both just said, I think it's easier to pawn off responsibility on someone who you think is supposed to have responsibility. I mean, but I mean, but 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 that to your point, D, like, but that's also capitalism, like, yeah. and they don't. And the crazy part, they don't even know that. A lot of people, <laughs> they don't even. A know lot that. of people that are on the hamster wheel don't because they're on the hamster wheel. Bro, that listen, bro. These people don't get me started. We listen, can keep going listen. for another two hours. Listen, we, bro, we done already maxed our time out. I don't care. We going. Keep but find me. The the I'm fact. About to say, I think we already hit y'all longest time. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm enjoying this. Listen. We gonna keep going until we done. Listen, Keith, find me. We're we're gonna we're gonna I pay my dues yesterday. The the thing the thing about it is, bro. The thing about it is that people people allow themselves to to just operate on this lower level to where as as D was saying they don't necessarily view celebrities as as people you're as you're, human. you're a celebrity you know what I'm saying you're a celebrity you, you got do the things that I can't ex- do exactly you're doing everything that I can't do it but I wish I could do it you know what yep. I'm saying because what do we do bro as a black community let's be honest when, what do black people do? Because it's different. When a when a black when a black person and on a majority scale, when a black person gets five bands, what's the first thing they buying? Shoes. They buying shoes, jewelry, 
You know what I'm saying? They you might, said five bands. That's just that's a they that's, might that's a that's a strip to a cons, a consignment shop. And exactly, exactly. There's and it's crazy because what's the one in New York? Uh, do you I know. Kip. Not even Kip. No, I'm talking about the real consignment shops. Um, they got. Oh, what's the name of it? Oh, I followed up. Stadium Goods. Oh yeah, stadium good. Yeah. Bro, I, yep, yep. the 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 crazy Five part. Five bands go straight to them. The crazy part is, <laughs> cats cats will come up on five bands. You not thinking? You not thinking about flipping your five? You not thinking about investing your five? You not thinking about paying off some debt with your five? You're or thinking. Just saving you're, it. you're thinking. You're thinking about. Man, I'm about to get this cold ass rolly chain. I'm about to get these tattoos. I'm about to get these dumb ass jewels on my ears. Like, come on, son. Like, and and that's that's the lane that us as a community operate in. We're not thinking no further. That's why it's so funny that we're in this pandemic and people are so hyped on investments. But can we take it a level they even ha- deeper though? Like, as a black community, we we definitely we encourage exploiting our money for what we can do with it. Yeah. We do. Now, when it comes to the comparison of black versus everybody else, yeah, it is. It's finger pointing, and it's you're spending money on sneakers, but you should be doing what Bill Gates does and what Warren Buffett does and what everybody else that ain't black does. And it's like there's two sides to it. There is one. How can you tell somebody who's never had money what to do with money? Because they don't know what to do with money. Exactly. And so when it's brand new, okay, you do what new people do to anything. Anything. But once you get used to having money, you go, all right, I done done that. I done done this. Blah, blah, blah. Now you're actually saving it because you don't spit the first part of it. On the flip side. And I agree wholeheartedly, Mark. Like, that's the thing that I feel like a lot of people that's the concept that I feel like a lot of people either gloss over mm-hmm. or don't take the time to really understand and appreciate. Yeah. Because if you're a people, if you're, if you come from a family who ain't never had shit yeah. and then you get a million in a year, or let's say you get 2.5, 3.5. You about to go year, crazy. You about to go crazy. And that's what, and that's what, that's what the entertainment business does. Bro, I'm going I'm to I'm speak from a personal experience, a personal experience. I come from a, uh, I come from a home. I, I mean, I grew up in Inglewood. Ingle, I grew up in Inglewood. Um, Compton, you know, Inglewood, stri- straight like that, down the street from Morningside. <laughs> you know, down the street from Morningside. Um, but but I've had the opportunity to see so many different facets or so many different perspectives of life, mm-hmm. so many different perspectives of success. I know how to be broke. I know how to Most be Most of us do. Respect. I respect that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, bro, I know how to be broke. Most of us do. I bro, I used when I was in college, mind you, I'm on a I'm on scholarship. On scholarship. I'm on scholarship. I use every so often I use a send I use a send group I use a send a group a mass group text to my family. Yeah. To send me some bread, I'll be like, "Hey y'all, how's it going? You know, <laughs> this is this is the the feed dusting fund, and uh, send you know send me what you can." Hell. So now, so now, coming from that and understanding, one knowing how to be broke, yeah, and then 
of course, through our life, we have peaks and valleys. Yes. So, you know, say you have, you have a peak financially, right? You have that peak financially. You have that, excuse me, you have that bread. You do what you do with that bread. You ride in a peak. You still in a peak. You hit a valley. Yep. You understand what it feels like to be in that valley because you've already experienced that. So it's like, so it's like now, of course, anxiety is going to peak, you know what I'm saying? Cause you like, damn, you know what I'm saying? I just came off a high, you know what I mean? But as we, as we consider the mass in the black community, as you were saying, mm-hmm. um, we don't necessarily know how to handle riches, how to handle money, how to handle wealth, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or how to even seek wealth. And so it's like when we, when we encounter that, we have to be mindful of how we approach it because we either going to spend that money on something that's going to make us look good. Keyword yeah. look good. Yeah. Or we going to take that bread and, and by way of somebody else kind of like, you know, encouraging us to do better, yeah. put that money towards good use. And two quick things right. to your point, And then I'm, I got to get to the bathroom. Um, I'm going to beat you to it. Oh, F you, mother lover. <laughs> but to, but to, but to your point about looking good, yes, black folks, we de- we definitely care about the aesthetic because all our life we've been told we don't look the part. Right. We told we've been told we don't look the part. We don't act the part. So even if we don't act the part or look the part or sound the part, how do you ma- how do you make up for that? It's by looking the part in any way you can. And then from my personal experience about being broke. I- for anybody that's listening or watching that know me, how y'all, how the hell y'all think I've been made in California? My family has supported that majority of it. Talk to him, Mark. Like, Talk it's like, him. that's, if you think any of my pictures have looked sexy, good, I'm living a life. It wasn't by design. It was just like, that's my day. That's my moment. But it is not by entirely my own doing. I have exactly. in my almost five years being in California, I have not been a hundred percent self-sufficient. And even in the very few moments where I felt like I have, it wasn't long enough to dominate the extra support that I have by my aunt that's in this chat room or, or at least watching on IG live by my mother, by my grandmother and anybody else, my San Diego family, like all of them have yep. played a part in this. And I guess to the last point is just, Again, when you when you get to a certain position in life, and then also to some degree you feel responsible for everybody else. Yeah. And Especially when you up, when you up, you most definitely take on that responsibility. And and in the black community, you get frowned upon for being selfish with your wealth. Yep. Whatever wealth that may be. If you happy and you happier than the person sitting across you know, across from you, they gonna look at you funny like why are you so happy? Right. You know, if you're financially wealthier. How come you got money? Or tell me, tell me the secrets. Give me the cheat code. Let me well, know what's going on. Right. Or if you've made it in social media popularity, what did you do? Like it's, it is a, it is a non-written obligation to share within the black community. It, and, and that's one of the things that I feel like we gloss over is because when you come from a family who's been entrenched in poverty or been entrenched in a certain financial sector for so long. When you start getting a little bit out of there, yep, it's tough to just. Hey guys, I'm 
matter of fact, I'm going to fuck with y'all when I get to y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're going to be like, damn, you doing good. Shoot yeah. me something. Shoot me, shoot me two. Shoot me three. Shoot me five. What, what you got on it? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's a tough thing. And like, you feel the burden of the people you come from on your back because you know what it's like to be where they're at, even if you're only two steps financially paced ahead of them. Right. You get what I'm saying? It's that deep in the black community that. And even if to you the go point. For making, if you go, like, let's say your mom make 60, 60 70,000 a year, and yep. let's say you get a job making 100. It's that close in the financial gap in the black community yep. where you feel like. Damn, I gotta kick in on something. Man, yeah, something. for real. And, for even, real. and even to my mother's point, real quick, before I, you know, jump off for a second, like everybody's not taught money, how to handle money, money management. Like, I, my mother's an accountant. I was born to, I was born into a family, into a household that was taught fast math at a register. Yeah, like literally, this has been my life, and she still get on my ass to this day, and I'm thirty. I'm almost a month into being. I'm almost a full month into being 30. Everybody don't have the experience I got. And like on a day to day, that's what I take with me out on the street. Like mm-hmm. I can't hold the expectations that were held upon me onto somebody else that does not know any better. Right. But from a humble standpoint, something that you mentioned earlier from a humility standpoint, it's like there's a bit of grace that and mercy that you have to give the people to say, okay, you aren't caught up. Right. But maybe we can have a five, ten minute conversation and I can attempt to help you catch up in whatever capacity which I can. And so because my knowledge is still so limited because I'm not that well money trained by trade. Yeah. Because once it's your profession, okay, you are essentially deemed an expert. Yeah. Yep. It's different. A- everything you're a pro- else you're is professional with that. Everything else is second. I'll be back. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? And, and to transition to like where, um, because th- this is one of those things where I feel like this is a great segue. Yes. To what yes. I was going to bring up earlier. Yeah. When you're born into a situation of privilege, you tend to not have that mentality because you look at everyone around you as if, oh, they got it. Yeah. For example, Andy Reid's son. Yeah. Did nobody even know Andy Reid's son was even coaching football, doing anything related to football? No clue. Dog popped up <laughs> with a coaching position as the old linebacker coach. I think he was. Yeah, he was the old. Yeah, I think he was. The, he's the offensive linebacker coach or outside, a position coach. Yeah, outside he's linebackers. Position, right. My man, he's out wild and partying like they won a Super Bowl. Cuz get caught up. Now all of a sudden, he can't even go to the Super Bowl. He ain't even allowed to travel with the team. Because that type of mentality is Andy Reid is my father, we got money. Andy Reid is my father, you know who my dad is because I'm coaching with him. He put me on. That's that nepotism talk, right? Right. A lot of people don't know this, but when you get things offered to you, you don't have that sense of appreciation, of responsibility to help the people that you come from. Exactly. You look at everybody else, like, right. they, help, they supposed to help me get here. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's the situation that I see when it comes with Andy Reid. And I think. That's ultimately like what we talk about in the black community. Yeah. We all feel responsible for each other yeah. because we're so chained in together. But when you look at a situation like that, Andy Reid's son, it might even be the reason why they don't even win a Super Bowl. And That's how close that shit hit the home. No, for real, because it's, it, it's like, uh, like you said, when people are born in the privilege, they don't, unless, unless, you know, depending on upbringing, 
you know, I'll, I'll cut them that slack. Depending on upbringing, you don't necessarily understand what you have in front of you. Um, right. You know, you not you not you might not even necessarily be aware. Um, consider consider the movie when we was growing up, bro. Consider Richie Rich. Remember, Ooh. bro. Remember Ooh. that, bro. Remember that movie and how yeah. Richie Rich was operating. You know what I'm saying? Um, but in a sense. He got humbled throughout that movie. You know what I'm saying? He he got he he encountered he encountered certain adversities that he thought his privilege was gonna get him out of, but in reality, his privilege kept him in that space. Wait, who we talking about? So he he mentioned how uh Andy how Andy Reid's son oh. got into that accident. Oh yeah. And you know, he might have just been on his wave like shit, like shit, Dog we playing in the Super Bowl. And doing his thing, yeah. So- you know, so so I brought up so I brought up the movie Richie Rich and how oh yeah Richie Rich was brought up in major privilege, bro. He got bread, you know what I'm saying. He has fame, notoriety, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like he just who named their kid Dollar just off, like just off the simple fact that I'm rich, I'm naming my dog Dollar. Like, <laughs> come on now, like hey, I can't even front. That's a dope ass name for a dog. It is, <laughs> it is. <laughs> It is, but but the but the purpose behind yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it, I got this bread. Oh, yeah. I got this bread. And it, and this bread. And this purebred dog, we just gonna name him Dollar. Dollar. So it's like when you consider a situation like that, so nine times out of ten, those people that are born in the privilege, it has to be some sort of experience that they encounter that humbles them. And yeah. we can't even say that every time they encounter that adversity, that it humbles them. No, it, it doesn't. Not you know everybody. What I'm saying? It, clearly, it, for everybody, it doesn't happen that way. No, you know what I mean. And then, and then, let's think on an even greater scale. We think of professional athletes. Some professional athletes get to where they are, and it's like, I was supposed to be here. Some yeah. of them, you know, yeah, exactly. For some of them, I, w- I was, yeah, duh. You know what I'm saying? Can we also mention real quick? Speaking of professional athletes and money. The starting black quarterback in Sunday Super Bowl signed a contract extension worth half a billion dollars. Yes, throwing it out there. Yes, and it, granted, granted, we'll take him. Like you said, Mahomes. Dad, yeah, his, his dad played pro baseball. Yeah, so he didn't come from privilege. His daddy didn't, but due to his dad's successes, mm-hmm. due to his the opportunities his dad got, mm-hmm. it put him in this particular. Space, you know what I'm saying? Where not only did he gain uh, athletic skill, athletic uh, knowledge, you know what I mean, to mm-hmm. to be able to to be in the space that he's in, yeah. but it also afforded him a certain privilege because he's he's living a certain lifestyle. Yeah, you know, Steph and it, Curry, right? It same you exactly same for Steph Curry. Same same for a lot of these guys that who's had who have had parents that have had participated some. Some sort of you know professional sport, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Perhaps a little different for those kids that came from moms that played in the WNBA or, or particularly or, ran track, or even guys who were children of pro athletes, but their fathers didn't claim them. I like Jalen Rose. His dad used to play for the Detroit Pistons, was like the number one or number two overall pick. Did not have a relationship with his father. He didn't grow up in privilege. Yeah, he grew up in poverty. I. I know the area that Jalen Rose grew up in, and it, and it's and it's and it's just like you know, as a, as a black community, we uh, we have to we have to understand more on how one 
we can help and encourage one another. And two, mm-hmm. we can be more mindful of the uh, we can be more mindful of the changes and the differences that occur in our community. Yeah, and it's still a lot of time that us as a not just a, as a black community, but as a community as a society in as a whole still a lot more evolution on that part. Yeah. And there's still a lot of horrible habits, practices, systemic issues that need to be broken down and obviously eliminated in order for us to reach that, the type of progression that we all want collectively. Yeah. And it's just, it's something that neither of the three of us may be allowed to see, but yeah. on a day to day, if we, if on even just a minuscule impact if we can do that on a day-to-day basis then hopefully our actions are not in vain from a financial standpoint from a sports standpoint from an entertainment standpoint music whatever the case may be science architect interior designer i don't give a damn whatever like whatever it is like you can you know do that um oh my god we've been on here for hour 40 yeah i love it but now but now, you know, I, I got a question for y'all. Go ahead, kind go of ahead. lightweight series to how everything else we've been talking about prior to this coming from the vaccine and, you know, coming from our, our backgrounds traditionally yeah. speaking. Yeah. I just need to know what's happening in the Super Bowl on Sunday, which I got <laughs> going on. Check, that's serious to me. My boy, check this out, boy. Check 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 it out. Check this out. Check this out. So, um, money-wise, I'm not betting against Thomas. Ooh. I'm not betting against Thomas Brady, but so you hold on, no, 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 hold on, wait, we can't gloss. Up. Okay, okay, I eat. No, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, money wise, yeah. I'm not betting against Tom, but the Chiefs should handle business. They should. The Chiefs should handle business. Do you understand why I struggled last week when you asked me this question? Yeah, which is why I wanted to wait another week. I get it, but you put me to the threshold. Save that for later. <laughs> I um, get it. I get it. I get it. I completely understand. <laughs> but listen, Tom Brady. <laughs> He's in his 10th one. Listen, Tom Brady is not losing an opportunity to get his seventh ring. What? Tom Brady, listen. I think I got, that, you, you I made me pick the Chiefs last listen, week, and I'm picking the, them again. Listen, the Chiefs could handle business. I'm a Tyron Matthew fan, straight up. But Thomas Brady is not going to lose the chance to get his seventh ring. I think. I think the Chiefs. <laughs> I think the Chiefs' offense is too fast for the Bucks' defense. I think they're too fast for them. Now, mind you, they did play each other in the regular season. They did. <laughs> the second time around, <laughs> I think the the, the 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 literally the Chiefs they they hit their stride like week twelve. Yep. They started to hit their stride like week twelve. Okay, yep. take that all the way through week seventeen plus the playoffs. Like the, if the Chiefs lose, it's because they themselves blew it. Yeah. Not because they were dominated by the Buccaneers. Okay. I don't, I don't get... My bad. Go ahead, Mark. Go no, ahead. no, no. I was just going to say, like, that's how I feel. I, 
I'm inclined to like I'm, I'm like midway, right? Like yeah. I look at time. It's hard to go against time. It's really hard. Like, it's, hard it's hard, bro. Every I'm time like, it's hard. He's he's been to what ten Super Bowls? Ten. 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 He's sixty percent. He's bad. He's bad sixty. He's bad six hundred. I can't. That's hard to argue. But I'm gonna tell you why. I feel like the Bucks are going to lose, and it's I. I predicted the score twenty eight to twenty four. Oh. And it, it's gonna be just like how, um, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady used to have a they shootouts in the AFC in the AFC uh playoff bracket. You yeah. Call it the AFC championship, whatever. Yeah. Here's what I think. I think the Bucks are gonna have a hard time. Because the Bucks are really good. Their defense is really good in the red zone. And you've seen that with Aaron Rodgers. When Aaron couldn't scramble and get that last touchdown that they needed to take the lead, and they end up kicking that field goal, yeah. everybody wanted him to rush to the pylon. Yes. Patrick Mahomes is going to get those plays. Yes. He's going to get there. Yes. That's yeah. where I see the issue. Now, for the, for, the, for the Chiefs' defense, I believe in them enough to frustrate Tom. But I don't think they're going to be able to overcome the weapons. So whoever has the whoever has the ball on that last drive or the last two minutes, yeah, is probably who's going to win. But I'm I'm betting for the bucket. I'm betting for the Buccaneers to lose. I'm, I'm betting All for right. the Chiefs to win twenty eight to twenty four. <laughs> That's right. where my money is. I'm I'm going there. Because yes, to your point, like that. If there's anything not to trust in this game. Is the Bucks offensive line, which have yes. done, which have done horribly consistently all season long. Even but when they got beat, these moments where they look like, okay, y'all got it together. They yeah. have their moments, but against at least a front four or you know six in the box, when they're pressured, it's over. Yeah, and yeah. Tom can't stay alive long enough because he's not mobile enough, and they line ain't good to, enough. And, and, he, good and he can't throw deep worth a damn. Telling you. He really can't. Like, the short routes, all, him all day. But Between even Mike but Mike even Mike. in the Green Bay game where he threw the pick, uh, trying to throw to Mike Evans when he was falling on the ground, yep, yep. that's a pass that he cannot make anymore. Yeah. Like, you literally have to go back seven years for him to go, You go, all right, Tom can make that throw falling. Yeah. Now... Oh no, that's a under that's an underthrown ball pick, potentially pick six the other way. Yeah. And if Tom throws the game away like he did in Green Bay, but Green Bay couldn't score to save their life. Yeah. Oh no, the Chiefs will blow them out by twenty one. Uh. Yup. Uh. Yup. And um and a not and a possession in which the Chiefs only kick a field goal won't hurt them as badly as it did Green Bay. Yeah. I agree. Based on just how fast the offense moves and everything is centered around Mahomes and his mobility to get the hell out the pocket and make the smart decision with guys that are his height or shorter to get yep. the, give him the ball within five to six yard range and then run like hell. I agree. And I think the offensive weapons that the Chiefs have are better than the offensive weapons that, that the Bucks have. have. Yes. Bro, listen. Listen. Shout out to Antonio Brown kind of coming into his own with the Bucks. You know what I'm he saying? He is. I wish he had more time. I wish they would have had him in the offseason. I, I wish he had more time, bro, 100%. Yeah. But I the, will say, yeah. to, you know, yeah. to, piggyback, to piggyback off what you said, bro, the, the Bucks' weapons are more elite. Um, They're just, taller. I mean, they're not. 
not they're taller. Even, it's not even that they taller, bro. It's just that their playmaking ability is just a it's just a it's just a notch greater than what the Bucks got. But here's why I said that. But here's why I bring out that they're taller. Gronk, OJ, um, OJ Howard out. Oh, not OJ Howard. He but, hurt. The, but the other tight end, Cameron Bright. Cameron Bright. Yeah. Mike Evans. Like them three alone, they're giants. Them three alone are taller than the entire defensive backcourt for the Chiefs. Yeah. So if Tom wants to just wing it and throw it up, that's an advantage for him. Now it's just a matter of how much air gets under the ball where it gets to them versus falling I, short. Yeah. In comparison to Mahomes and the Chiefs, were like, okay, Travis Kelsey's like the tallest weapon. Yeah. Him and Sammy Watkins, and I don't expect Sammy Watkins to go off. I'm gonna be real, bro. Realistically, Sammy Watkins is gonna is gonna be a factor. He could be. He, he's, he very well could be. Because because let's be honest, let's be honest. All eyes are gonna be on Tyreek. All eyes are gonna be on Kelsey. So Sammy and Edwards Alaire. Yeah, uh, not necessarily. Out the backfield. There, the the Bucks run defense is nice. They run defenses nice. So, I mean, yeah, they'll understand what they could get from Edwards Hilaire, but I believe that Sammy Watkins is going to have a greater impact. Um, he 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 is a downfield threat. He is a sleeper threat. Um, I think Le'Veon Bell is going to also be able to have a greater role. I think just his, his leadership and, and – you yeah. know what I'm saying? His his leadership on top of his uh his experience just as a pro is going to be able to come in handy. Edwards Hilaire, I'm not saying it's going to be too big of a moment for him because he's going to get his carries. But I believe that Le'Veon Bell is going uh is he gonna, may get a couple it, like crucial third downs. He's going he's going to make an impact out the backfield in the passing game. I'll say I that. Agree. You and know? I agree. And you know what else? I'm glad that you said Le'Veon Bell because a person who on the other side who I think has a just as important job if not more. Is Leonard Fournier? Yes, now, Leonard Fournier. Yes, yes. One thing we know about Kansas City defense: eventually they do good against the pass. When yes, in short yardage pass situation, they do well. Yes. One thing they don't perform well against is a good run game. Yes. And if the Bucks can establish a run game on third, where it's like third and short, like 32, 33 it's going crazy. Fournier so can find a way to consistently get first down. That shit is gonna it's gonna fuck up the it's gonna fuck up the, the yes. yes and to and to your point about the, the 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 run game again if anybody goes back to last year's Super Bowl how were the Niners beating the uh, Chiefs their run game was solid mm-hmm. and then what did the 49ers do they stopped running the ball literally Fast. that's all they did. They stopped Why? running ball. They believed in Jimmy Garoppolo so much that they was like, we're going to bet the house on him, and they fucking and, lost because and they lost, and then there was a couple picks, and then they gave Mahomes the ball too many times, and it was over. So if the Bucks' game plan, assuming, is to come out run heavy, if it works, they better not deviate from it. Otherwise, their fate will be the same as the 49ers last year. Hundred percent. You know what? You know. You know what I think is going to plague the Bucks. Bruce Arians. He thinks he's smarter than he really is, and I think there's going to be some type. Of, and this is just me overthinking, right? This is just that going into the realm of overthinking. Mm. This shit might not ever even happen because I think Tom Brady's the true head coach of the Bucks. That's just well, I don't th- in Tampa. I don't think he is. Not as much as he was in New England, where there was yeah. where he had more. I wouldn't say control, but the, the, the relationship on the field was more harmonious 
as far as he how he could dictate the play calling. Right. I think you're right. I think I think with I think I think Tom Brady has to, here's my opinion. I think Tom has total control. That's just me. Why would Bruce Arians ever argue against Tom Brady? Like one is way more accomplished than the other, and damn near a head coach. Because <laughs> it's because it's Arians and he's a head coach. He's and that's now you see what I'm saying. Bruce Arians' ego is he's going to want to be the guy who's the reason that the Bucks win. Yeah. The thing about the Chiefs, the Chiefs don't have really an ego like that. No. I think that the Bucks are so not used to winning. Here's another thing: penalties. Penalty yardage might decide this too. Yes, and special teams. Up, yes, special teams. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. DP, you see what I'm saying? Okay, so whatever team has the least amount of penalties yeah. or penalty yardage is more than likely going to win the game. The Bucks aren't the Patriots. That's what Tom is banking on. He's he's banking on them not jumping on a three count. Right. Not jumping yeah. on a four count. That shit is not going to happen. I think that the, the I think that the Chiefs have a have a better chemistry as a team. Yeah. And they're going to exploit that on the Bucks end because the Bucks they're a new winning team. They yeah. Hike. Yeah. They're geeked. And if you played football before, you know what it's like to be the upstart team who just winning off the fact that you just dominate motherfuckers. Hey, you, I never I never had that feeling team. in high school. You meet a, you meet in high school. This is what I learned. If, even in college, you meet a cerebral team who just knows their cadence. They know they know they shit. Yeah, and I think that's why the Chiefs, this little X factor might win. That's just me. I don't know. And at the end of the day, all three of us have said it in one way or another: defense wins championships. That's it. That's offense wins games. Offense wins games. Even in an offensive league, even in an offensive league, it still comes down to defense. The team that can stop yep. the offense. In the last drive, the team was going to win. That's, that's it's bottom line. Yes, it's bottom line. Yes, and on that bottom line, we yeah. have hit the almost yeah. two hour mark. We went crazy. My bad. My hey. bad. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> ain't no, no. My bad. Oh no, ain't no my bad, bro. Based, listen, based on, based on how this went, oh, you're coming on once a month, bro. This was the uh, best show. Of the, this was the I best show of the season. We gotta, we gotta do this at least once or twice a month. On oh, everything, I'm bro. I'm, I'm with it. it. I'm with it, bro. Yeah. Like, so this, this is right. what the this was first a, Friday of the month. Yeah, bro. This was this was the uh, first. This was yes, bro. first Friday of the month. Yeah, first Friday. Mm-hmm. Listen, bro. We'll, we'll have like, you back before the end. No, of the month. no bullshit, bro. This was this, in terms of content and and uh oh yeah, we went and, and consistency, bro. Like just in terms of how the conversation flowed. Everything was just so natural. You know what I'm saying? We touched on various topics that are we, And that we had so important. much interaction on IG Live. Yeah. Like, yeah. like bro, like... It, so much! It, it, it was love, bro. It was love. I enjoyed it, bro. I'm with it. Hand clap. I enjoyed Hand it. Hand clap and praise for the congregation. Real talk. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate like, it. Athlete, like all my all my real homies, my friends, they played football too. I wasn't as good as football as they were, yeah. but they all played defense. They was linebackers, middle linebackers outside. Yeah, they have the best and most real perspective of the game, even more than the offense. So I want to appreciate you. Thank you, real bro. Quick, just in real time on that. Yeah, Mark, my guy. Thank you for linking with me. You already know what it is. It's a revolving door. Yeah, yeah. Test, whatever y'all want to do, whatever y'all need to do, I'm right here. Holla at me. It's, oh, lo- it's hey, bro. It's it's, it's love, on. bro. You know what I'm saying. I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you adding value to our show 
and just adding value yes. to us as black men, bro. Like yeah. real talk, adding that value. Was a great conversation. Yeah, bro, adding value to to our uh, to our audience and just being able to you know free up some time to to join us and, and we appreciate it, bro. Real talk, like it's on everything. Oh yeah, it's love. We'll bring you on before the end of the month. One hundred percent. This bro. might be every other week thing hey, from now on. Plug us. We there, bro. I'm, good. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely good for a Sunday. Yeah, we good. I'm for oh, sure yeah, good for a Sunday. I, yeah, Sundays are the best days. So you know, them are R and B days. I'm gonna have to switch y'all gear so y'all can do R and B. Hey, bro, listen. I'm listen. With it. Hey, ch- check this out. <laughs> one, one of my favorite playlists is goddamn uh, uh, mood on Apple Music. Okay, hey, between between R and between R between a good between a dope between a dope ass R and B. And a really smooth jazz playlist. Oh, I'm gang. Come on now, like it's gonna be some jazz R and B playlist shit. Oh yeah, we in it. I'm gonna throw y'all some topics. I'm gonna have a lineup, but y'all see it before y'all even you know hop on the joint. But come on, we're gonna do that, and and that's gonna be if not this Sunday. Well, not this Sunday. I have a Super Bowl Sunday next Sunday. If y'all down with it, let's do it. Let's do it. Pencil what's saying, bro. We there? Sunday after Super Bowl. Oh, we there? We there? We just we'll figure out how we'll figure out the logistics. Yeah, we there? Let's do it. I'll just show up off the email or some DMs and we yeah. go from here. Easy. Right, Easy. 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 My man. Nah, we appreciate you, bro. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Real talk. I'll say, Anytime I'm on deck for y'all, whatever y'all need. And one more time, Real Spit with D-Royale. Find him on Spotify, Wednesdays and Sunday nights. He coming at you with two shows a week, y'all. Tell us he where you at, bro. Tell, tell them where to follow you, where yes. they should tap in, all yes. that. Hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, at D-Royale. Uh, title, D-Royale. Everything is Royale, so D R O Y A L E. It looks like Royale, so type that in if that makes sense to you. Cause like whatever you want to get down on, every single thing I'm on is D Royale. Holla! Let's do it. Let's, Let's do, do it, it, man. And you know, before we get out of here, DP, last words. You know me, man. Hey, man. Um, y'all just y'all just be a blessing to somebody, man. Like over the over the weekend, add value to someone, uh, encourage somebody. Uh, I want to speak specifically to the black community on this one that you guys uh, rather than rather than tear down based on what somebody's doing, encourage them, support them, uplift them, whether it's uh, financially or just, you know, what I'm saying intellectually, you know, motivate somebody to be better. For sure. Um, on my end, oh God. I say, you know, on, my, talk. on my oh. end, Thursday. So Thursday I was at work and literally like a random person came up to me and was like, Hey man, what's some good advice I could take with me throughout the day? And it was early in the morning, so I'm still like, huh? And so he caught, like he caught me, and I'm like, I have to think about this. Like, wait, it's like seven in the morning. We're talking about what advice for the day? Yeah, I'm like, huh? All right. And so I and he just and he stood there until I gave him an answer, and I was just like, you know what? Be open to any and all love you receive today, and that was my advice. Be open, to, be open to love. Yeah, because that's so real. because yeah. if you can, you know, accept somebody's love, somebody's energy, that's the same energy you can emit to somebody else. And now we have a really good cycle of love and health spreading and emitting throughout the world in our communities around us. So yep. that is my advice going into the weekend, and that's something I'm taking myself into the weekend because I also that day had to live up to my own advice. I can't tell you something. That I myself won't live up to or do. Yeah, yeah. And we that. said and we said at the beginning of the show, I'm right. not doing that. I won't tell Weird. you something 
that I myself won't do. So yeah. that, that even put me in that put me in gear by eight o'clock in the morning. Like, be open to the love you receive. It's like okay, cool. The rest of the day it was actually fairly positive, believe yeah. it or not. Yeah, just by me uttering those words to somebody else and then me taking heed of what I said. So y'all know how I usually sign up. Peace, love, blessings, but. We're going to let D-Royale Yeah, D-Royale, close us out, bro. What you got? Hey, all I'm going to say is peace, love, and blessings. That's it. 100. Yeah. And shout out to J-Royale. Black Podcast Matter, baby. Peace, love, blessings. We are out of here.